0: You have just entered the KVMod Mod Podcast.
1: Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 245 of the KV Mod Podcast. Tonight is Sunday, August 7th, 2016, and I've got several lovely gentlemen here with me. We've got as always, KD Zen. How are you doing?
2: Doing pretty well. Excellent. I apologize for the absence last week.
1: Uh no problem. Well, I I want to get to that. But uh, next up, we have Brad, uh, who has a some sort of Dank Harambe image as his Skype picture, uh, which is a little alarming. And uh, we have a special guest this week. We have our friend Eric Flom. How's it going, man?
3: I'm doing good. I'm the spawn of KB Mod. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we were we were talking about how there was some overlap between uh Flum's community and Scott's community and how some of those people may have even started as KB Mod fans way back in the day. Uh so basically we created Flum, and that's why we wanted to bring him here to talk about that. <laughs> uh Scott, so Scott is not here. Uh for reasons we literally don't know. Like usually we you know, obviously we plan out these podcasts somewhat in advance. And we've been doing them with some regularity for the better part of five years, uh, but every now and then you just literally cannot get a hold of someone, uh, and and you just have no idea what is going on in their life. So Scott's not here, uh, and maybe at some point he will be, or maybe he won't. But uh, you know what? The show must go on. Uh, so how's it going, KD? You were you were absent last week, uh, and I, I don't remember why you were absent. But uh, what? How's it, how's it been going?
2: Uh, it's been going good. Uh, last week, I was at a 21 Pilots concert.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. I thought it was a concert of some sort. It wasn't Cheap Trick, but uh, it was... No, that was uh, <laughs> a
2: week prior. Uh, Brad would have you believe it was something to do with VHS tapes, which uh, I'll, I'll admit, listening to last week's cast, it was uh, It's pretty upsetting having that like, come up again. You just yeah. kill that. Well, I mean, I love so does family video just now do DVDs or So the concert was really good. The uh <laughs> the crowd was honestly one of the loudest crowds I've like I I think the loudest crowd I've ever been to. There were a ton of people there. They played some really good songs. They really know how to entertain. So that was a pretty it's pretty great concert.
0: Because I imagine like the inventory cost of like just trying to Oh like, like I don't just get to update everything to do because of Blu-rays. <laughs> like, imagine it's <this> really <laughs> tough for the company. So Flam, if you didn't know, uh Katie Zen actually works for oh Family Video.
2: God, I don't. Mm-hmm. I literally mm-hmm. don't work for Family Video. Well maybe I, not I anymore. Know.
1: After this whole VHS thing. It seems <laughs> like A their future's months? their future's uncertain. <laughs> Ugh.
3: I'm just going to so keep nice. nodding and agreeing <laughs> like I understand what's going on. and sorry, then, uh, sorry. Smile. No, it's okay. <laughs> don't worry, guys. Don't worry. I totally understand this inside joke. It's fine. <laughs> I'm included. <laughs> All right. Someone else talk about their week.
0: Um, I actually haven't been doing too much. Um, I went to an arcade in Portland the other day, and I watched this like uh, giant Tesla electric music presentation they do in there. It was really trippy. But uh um yeah, it was pretty cool they converted this old theater to a, an arcade and I I did that this week. Truly really, the unemployed life has has, mm-hmm. <laughs> has kept me pretty what busy. What kind of games that they have at the arcade? Um some really really weird um old out there games I've never heard of and then just the classics like, you know, Street Fighter, uh you know, they had a bunch of pin pinball machines, um, you know, shooters, racers, stuff like that. I don't know. It was pretty cool. You know, it's not, It's not. it's been a long time since I've been to an arcade, so um, it, it was cool. It was definitely cool. So, yeah. That's, that's about it for me.
1: <laughs> nice. Flam, what have you been up to? We've never had you on the cast before, uh, but we uh-huh. start out by talking about what we've been doing uh, and kind of what we've been playing. So, what have you been up to?
3: Well, I've uh, been playing CS. Big surprise, <laughs> and uh, I recently just flew back to Ohio after being in Vegas, and I've been here just two days. And then I caught a bunch of fucking Charmanders today. That's pretty dope, as I said earlier. About that's right. twenty, I think it's twenty-two or twenty-five Charmanders today. Man, something in there. I have to look again, but feels that's good, ridiculous.
1: man. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I've been I've been playing a fair amount of Pokemon Go still. We uh, on Friday, literally on Friday afternoon. We had a Dragonite spawn in the Twitch office, and uh, I saw that. That was that was a wild time, and you could see like after that, you could tell who had caught it and who didn't because some people were sort of had you know sad looks on their face, and <laughs> and others of us uh, like I literally, I was I was pretty happy. I, I caught it and it was like a two thousand CP Dragonite. So uh, yeah, I've been enjoying Pokemon Go a lot, but uh, we were talking in the precast. Where I live, nothing really spawns. And so I actually went and walked around today. The uh, there are several gems around where we live. And uh, two of them are pretty well fortified Valor gems. And so my, I've got some, some big Pokemon slotted in there uh, for my, my 20 tokens each day. But I thought I'll go, I'll go capture some of the other gems. And so I did that. And I walked, I probably walked like a couple miles, maybe. Going out there and getting them and then coming back, uh, but they've already been taken back. So it was, I guess it was all for naught. But yeah, that's I've I've been playing a lot of that this week. I'm still enjoying it. We have we have a little bit of Pokemon news in the news section, but uh, but that's been fun.
0: Yeah, that shit's boring as hell. Okay, I uninstalled that shit. No, oh, okay. See,
1: look, what? look, I that's okay. I think that's unfair because I agree with you. That the game, the game itself, is not very deep right now. Like it is not. It is not a great game. But I'm I'm still like I'm still enjoying some parts of it. Like there there was no you
0: think you're enjoying it, but you know no, crippling depression's gonna hit next. You're gonna be like, what am I doing with my life?
1: <laughs> I mean, and that would you're just going be an awfully wild downswing
0: from like from any reaction
1: to a game. But I mean the the dragonite spawning in the office was like a legitimately exciting moment. Everyone we had like a Slack channel. In you know it's Twitch, uh, a Twitch Slack channel that was going nuts. People were literally you know avoid like avoiding meetings or like coming out of meetings to go catch this Pokemon. Uh, and other games just don't. There are not any other games that have had that kind of effect. So I think that's pretty cool. Like there's still some cool social moments to be had from from Pokemon. And I think the game will get better. It's it's a pretty casual game, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, my wife is in the room, and she's been playing it. She likes it, and she doesn't normally play games. So there there can be some fun to be had. Like, KD, you, you were saying your mom was playing Pokemon Go.
2: Yes, yeah, she was getting into it. That was, like, week one that it came out, I told her about it. And this is someone who has never played Pokemon. And uh, she works on, like, a college campus. And, like, so constantly seeing people, like, you know, a bunch of kids playing the game. She is like able to play it like all the time and see like interact with other people and like you know come together like that. She's doing much better than I am. She's like I was going to say 20. is your mom. Your
1: I'm mom's so... a higher level than you in Pokemon.
3: Yes, okay, I see, I don't play it.
2: I
1: that is she's that, hardcore. That's man. all I need. That's you're, all I need to you're
3: know. You're filthy casual. <laughs> God,
1: that's all I need. That's all I need to know. That is case in point, Brad. That is the cool yeah. thing about
0: Pokemon is that. KD's no, mom that's is a higher exactly, level than
1: him.
0: Not, <laughs> that's what's not cool with it. It's the moment your parents or grandparents start playing, it's time to abandon ship.
2: God, hey, if I can I, go one day without I don't hearing think oh. so. Do you want to see my Pokémon? Do you want to see what I caught so. today? No, not really. Look,
1: it's it's okay. It's <laughs> oh, okay sorry. if you it's okay if you don't like it. It's I'm not saying you have to like the game, right? It's not like there are some objectively I mean a lot of things are broken like the game has a ton of flaws but it is I have never had a game where I have had more social situations arise because of the game like today after my walk I went and grabbed uh, and grabbed some food and and I it was it was kind of warm outside so I was kind of sweaty and the guy the guy at the cashier uh he's he's you know gives me my food and stuff and says, Oh, you know, it looks like you just got back from the gym or something. And I was like, No, I was just I was walking around for a bit. Uh and he says, Oh yeah, me uh I think like me and my wife went and went on a little poke adventure yesterday. I was like, Oh yeah, actually that's what I was doing. I was taking over all the gyms around here. And we had this little, you know, like a little cool moment where both of us both of us knew what we were talking about. And most Amazing. people most people aren't I'm just saying, most people aren't into games. Or like a lot of people aren't aren't into games, but they are experiencing like the joy of gaming, even if it's in this kind of casual setting. Right? And like mm-hmm. you would never you would I don't think Katie's mom I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna say I don't think Katie's mom normally plays games. Am I right?
2: Uh barring everything from, you know, on her tablet. No.
1: Okay. Alright. So so like she's not she's not any type of hardcore gamer, but perhaps KD can bond more with his mom over uh, <laughs> over Pokemon. Like, that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah.
2: There was a pretty great moment. We were uh, sitting down, and a Squirtle spawned in our living room. And the, the pop-off was so real. Like, the, the level of excitement, it was great. Yeah. Much more excitement than I would have had. I, <laughs> I, I find that, like, I can't play it by myself. I don't want to be you know, attacked, out yeah. on, you know, the vicious streets. It's, it's to made be with me, other people.
1: it's made me want to, uh, it's made me want to go and like, say down near the, near the wharf in San Francisco. Like I want to go catch a bunch of the magic Harp down there to get a Gyarados. And that would be a fun thing to go do with some of my friends. Whereas I would never, I would literally never do that. Otherwise I would not just say, Hey, let's go walk around the wharf, you know? In yeah. This- yeah. Like I would just never would do that. So I don't know. It's uh, I've been having fun. So uh, I guess we'll we'll roll into what we've been playing. Flam's been playing some CS:GO. Uh, I've been playing Pokemon and uh, and some Hearthstone, getting ready for the expansion that comes out this week. So they re- they released uh, I think all the cards, or they, not released, but they talked about all the cards, and there are some pretty interesting cards in this upcoming expansion. So. I've just been getting my quests out of the way and getting ready for that. It's another adventure expansion, so um so that'll be fun. uh what have you guys been playing, Brad Katie
0: um, I still haven't been playing rust, <laughs> but um yes. what else overwatch? We actually played a game last night um that was unpleasant and then um
1: what
3: else oh
0: yeah, I did yeah, I played a little bit of
1: overwatch last night Well, I mean you're playing overwatch some, right.
3: Yeah, I play quite a bit. I yeah. made heroic, I think, three or last week, sometime, whenever it was. Yeah,
1: what, what? How do you? How do you feel about competitive right now?
3: Uh, it's okay. I I like it. The thing that I do and don't like about like the thing that makes Overwatch great is that it's team based. You know, like every you know everything you do revolves around your team. But it sucks because as an individual, even if you're playing very well you unless it's really 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 like just massive gap in skill your individual skill doesn't shine through as much and say like counter strike or something like that
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: so sometimes you if you solo queue or that kind of thing you can really feel helpless which can happen in counter strike too but the that, that level of individual skill just doesn't have as much of a platform to be shown as say for instance like cs does yeah, that's been one of the reasons I I
1: actually haven't I haven't played competitive Overwatch yet. Like I haven't even done my placement matches because I was traveling for a few weeks and just didn't have a chance to really play much. And now that I'm now that I do have time to play, like I played a little bit this weekend. I didn't I don't know, I didn't want to deal with the pressure of playing in competitive. Uh it just seemed like it seemed like more fun to play in quick play which I'm normally the opposite I would normally rather play in competitive but uh
0: I kind of agree there actually yeah 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 I don't I don't know what it is like I normally like I would play matchmaking in all sorts of games but I think with Overwatch I just overall just enjoy uh, you know quick play and I maybe it's just how long the matches are and I just get the same kind of gratification out of it I don't know um but yeah sorry
1: yeah, no worries. Uh KD, what have you been playing?
2: Uh been playing some Overwatch also. Uh played that with a bunch of KB mod people along with Golf with Friends.
1: Oh nice. An How's excellent... that? I've I've
2: watched Golf with Friends, but I haven't actually played it. Oh. It's uh it's a mix between like feeling really it's great when you get a hole in one. It's got a really like the physics aren't bad. There's some pretty well designed courses. But there's also jumping. There's also collision with uh, other players, where mm. you can you know just launch into someone when they they have a good game going. There's uh you can put on odd shapes where like sometimes the balls are like an egg, or your your ball will be like a hockey puck, and uh, that's where it gets like pretty fun. But you have to you have to accept that you're not going to get a perfect score this game. And but yeah, it's it's fun with other people. It's it's in the title, you know, you need to play with friends. It's a good, you yeah. get a pretty, you know, you get a nice enjoyment for, you know, the price of a shitty pizza, you know. That's the way <laughs> I like to look at it.
1: But, yeah, uh, it looks like some of those courses and some of the different shapes of the balls and stuff seemed like, it, it seems like a game made for, made for playing with friends and or made for streaming.
2: Yeah, for sure, I could see that. Uh, other than that, I I've been playing through the Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess for the first time, like the HD version on the Wii U. Mm.
4: Because
2: I'd seen like bits and pieces of it. I've seen like the ending and stuff. But I never actually like played it. And so I've been really hitting that. And it's been really, really damn good. It's been it's the game's really easy. Like the bosses uh, at least the first you know, the first like four or five bosses I'd say. Like the first half of the game maybe is really easy from what I've played. But uh, there are just so many great moments, like so many memorable moments in the game that you can, you know, put aside stuff like maybe the controls aren't as, you know, polished. Riding a Pona is one of the most frustrating things. If you even glance a wall, you come to a complete halt. And uh, but yeah, other than that, uh, it's pretty fun. And what else? Uh, Persona 3. Uh, I'm pretty excited for Persona 5 that's coming out uh, next year and so there's a lot of game to go through the Persona games uh, I really only have to play through 3 and 4 which in those games you're playing through an entire school year uh, like worth of content so like most playthroughs are going to be around like 80 hours so really? I've been grinding through that yeah uh, but it's been pretty fun uh, so just you know grinding through that but Persona, Zelda all nice. i need in my life i
1: feel like you always have the most varied game playing of all of us i'm always impressed that yeah. uh, at even at your young age you play so many different <laughs> games i always i i appreciate you
0: well he having... can rent them from family video so that's true actually yeah, you have oh. you do have a stock that most of us don't have access to i imagine there's an employee
4: discount. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: sorry um, okay
1: all right let's uh let's get into the news uh we we're going to talk about some pokemon go stuff but i don't think that's actually that important um but what is potentially important and this is uh, this i don't know if this came out of nowhere but it feels like it came out of nowhere uh that uh wendell lira who is a, a professional soccer player right uh, he's quitting soccer to focus on playing FIFA full time, like <laughs> FIFA the game. So he's moving esports. to be an esports player to play the digital version of the game that he is a professional player at. Uh, which I'm, I'm, I'd like to get your opinion on this, uh, Flom, as someone uh, familiar with the world of esports. Uh, what? Does this does this does this seem like a move that makes sense to you? Is this this, uh, can you give us some insight
3: here? (laughs) I I don't know why I'm not necessarily saying you know being in sports professional sports versus esports is you know you have more job security, but I think it's a lot less hostile, I guess, and a lot more refined. I don't know why you'd throw yourself in. I mean, I would consider it downgrade. I mean. I don't know, man. Just I can't put it into words. That is really stupid. Alright, here's just... the thing.
2: What makes you happy? You could be a millionaire. You could be, you know, a famous athlete, or you could I do, you know.
3: I would totally agree with you if he wasn't literally playing the same game. If he was, if he was quitting <laughs> professional soccer and he was like, man, I really want to play like Overwatch. Yes, go. Right? Or see us go, okay, this dude is probably about to pick himself first round in his game and play his game. (laughs) No, no, no. Oh, God. As somebody who has played hockey his entire life, I can tell you that playing the video game is not as fun as playing the game. Now, I might, you know, he might be different for me, but if it was a different game, maybe. Okay, I'll give you a pass. But he's literally playing soccer on the console now, and I... I don't know. I just
1: don't. Yeah, that it does seem uh it does seem like if you're gonna go into esports, it like I wouldn't be nearly as surprised at this article if it was a professional soccer player quitting to play League of Legends or quitting to play Dota or something that they just have a passion for. But FIFA is not really like a built up esports scene. Uh so I'm not sure exactly what I mean. Like I, I don't really know if there's even uh, an esports circuit for FIFA that's established where he can
0: join. Well, he he says here he wants to start a YouTube channel to get oh, okay. to chronicle his foyer into the gaming world and eventually the dreams of being a FIFA interactive world cup champion. Hmm. So, okay.
1: And apparently he beat uh, the uh the twenty fifteen FIFA World Cup winner. Uh, six to one when they when he challenged him. So I guess he's pretty good at FIFA. But I'm just not I'm not sure what the ceiling is for a for a FIFA esports player because there's not I, I don't know that's just not a huge esports scene. But uh, I guess that hey you got to follow your passion and uh I so suppose, it's soccer but
3: just virtually
1: yeah I,
3: yeah
1: <laughs> I mean hey I guess there there's less chance of getting injured you know soccer can be <laughs> soccer can be a little dangerous. <laughs>
0: I mean, as a professional athlete, too, like he might be just sitting on a pile of cash at this point, and he's like, you know, it'd be awesome if I just retired and played
3: fucking video games. Right. If he said something like that, I mean, maybe that's what it is. That I can kind of relate to. It's like, all right, that makes sense. You know, you're done. You just kind of want to do something else now, but you still love soccer. Okay, that makes sense. But if you, like, the way I was, like, briefly skimming through it, it's like, you know, he still could easily play, and he's just choosing not to. To oh, go he's, play
1: he's 27. I, how old is 27 in the world of soccer? I don't really, I don't follow soccer that much. Mm-hmm. But is 27 that feels young, Still.
3: I, I would guess young, but I I would be lying if I said I really knew.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're going to retire anyway, uh, why not use your kind of retirement speech or whatever to uh, to springboard your new YouTube channel? <laughs> maybe he'll maybe he'll make a Twitch channel and we'll we'll see him streaming.
0: That would be cool. We need a broom sweeper in here, anyways.
1: That's true. Yeah, we need we need a real subject matter <laughs> oh. expert. We'll have to uh, we'll have to phone a friend for that one next time. Uh, next up, I don't know who added this article, but uh, it's in here, so we're going to talk about it. Uh, there's a Kickstarter for <laughs> there's a Kickstarter for plushies for the this is fine dog. Which I feel like at this point, if you spend uh, any amount of time on the internet, you know about the "This is Fine" comic, where there's a dog sitting in a room that's on fire, and he's saying "This is fine." But uh, not only is that a comic that you know is is decently popular, but it is now a th- like a three hundred thousand dollar Kickstarter. Uh, it it surpassed its goal several times over now uh, for this plush dog. <laughs> That is a
2: crazy Uh, amount of money for this.
1: Yeah. $300,000 to back a plush dog from a comic. That, uh. It had a
0: goal of $35,000 and still has 25 days to go. That is nuts. I put this in here because it is just unreal to me how, like, how powerful the internet has kind of become, where something as, I don't know, as simple as, like, this picture. Uh, of the comic strip that we see posted all the time is now like a phenomenon where we can see literally it it's like angry birds you know like we didn't expect it to be more than a mobile game for yeah. some people but now we're seeing movies and stuff it's uh, like grumpy cat or something are we going to see a this is fine movie like pl- the dog <laughs> movie like i i don't know i just it's unreal to see this kickstarter do success so successful so soon uh, I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, and I mean, actually, the the backer rewards are literally just the plushes. It's not like there's, it's not like you, you know you have a reward at the three thousand dollars tier where you fly out and have dinner with them or something. It's just the tiers are just different numbers of plushes. <laughs> uh, so I don't What's know. What's I mean, the highest tier? The highest How tier is two hundred seventy-five, and you get ten.
3: <laughs> Why do you need 10? What do you do with 10 of them? 17 people needed 10. <laughs>
1: so
3: I can understand, you know, wanting to maybe get one. that's kind of funny. You know, uh, as a streamer, no. I could throw it in the background and people could, you know, get a little giggle out of it. Uh, okay, no, okay, so, I, so okay. I
1: apologize. Some of these higher tiers do come with a play pack that includes a fold up house stand, stickers, and a magnet. So I, I'm, I apologize. Uh, there's There's more in that package. But uh, I, I think this Kickstarter just signifies what you were saying, Brad, that I think, can we comfortably say now that memes are big business?
0: Let's ask our boy,
1: Harambe. Mom, <laughs> well, you're familiar. I would say you're pretty familiar with memes. Uh, do you feel like like uh, it's okay for people to be trading on memes uh, for financial benefit in 2016?
3: As somebody who is... Uh, been in the csgo scene with skins i'd rather not comment on this subject <laughs> percent that's
1: right that's right yeah, Can i we... sell
3: a percent plushie oh my oh. god i could you may make wanna, so much
1: money you may want to keep that to yourself someone may go yeah. steal that idea S- someone delete the pod
3: <laughs> delete it all delete it all <laughs>
1: Uh, so I guess uh, if you want a this is fine plush dog, uh, that Kickstarter has 25 days to go. Uh, and so I'm sure you can just Google it. It's it's probably actually promoted on Kickstarter at this point, I would guess. Um, but that is uh, that is a thing that exists, and you can have it. Uh, next up, in other, uh, in in not I was trying to segue, but there's not a great
0: segue for this yeah. esports. Speaking... Oh, all right. Do you have a better speaking, segue? S- speaking of Valve products, <laughs> Dota, <laughs> Dota 2, Dota 2's The International has now a $20 million prize pool, uh, which is freaking nuts. Uh, you know, you know, you can buy a battle pass and 25% of the proceeds go directly to the prize pool, which I don't know what it was before. Like it was, the, do you,
1: I'm, I'm guessing it none of us play Dota. I think it was 25 percent before.
0: Okay. I, I used yeah. to
3: play a lot of Dota, but I don't anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, I, that's a shame because you could be playing for a piece of 20 million dollars. Nah, no, I'd probably get kicked from that team too,
3: and then probably <laughs> keep end up streaming.
1: Uh, so yeah, the international uh, it actually starts. The main event starts tomorrow, I think, on Monday, and goes through this this next week. Um, but twenty million dollars is a pretty crazy prize pool. It actually just crested over that. It's at twenty million and about thirty thousand right now. Uh, that is a lot of people buying in-game items. Uh, considering it takes twenty-five percent of the in-game items uh, to get that prize pool. Right. So um, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty cool time to be a Dota fan. Uh, I don't actually watch or play a ton of Dota, but I I always enjoy watching the international uh, because it's a pretty pretty incredible spectacle. And obviously, uh, the level of play when you're playing for twenty million dollars is pretty awesome.
0: I wanted to know, Flom, um, uh, what are your opinions of doing something like this for, like Counter Strike? Like, why? Yeah,
3: I, I don't even know why they haven't, man. There's no logic behind why they wouldn't have, considering how big the game is, and the fact that I think it, I, it may have stopped now, but I think for a couple months, I believe I might be wrong, had just around playing. the same or more. Mm. For and we 're talking about a free to play game and a pay to play like you pay to play c s or you have to purchase it that's just pretty insane and you're now it 's a one million dollar prize pool compared to twenty million and i mean it 's not like valve put in all that money, but why not give the crowd a way to crowdfund something like that? You know they gave you give you stickers, but i mean it 's not even close to the same level of what the international creates, i guess. That's pretty wild the
1: disparity between this prize pool and basically every other prize pool. Um and I agree it's it seems like a pretty obvious addition for CS:GO, especially cuz they've already done uh like the team stickers that you can buy that give yep. a proceeds to the team. Uh it seems like it this just completely makes sense for uh for CS:GO as well. But uh hope, hopefully they do it cuz I think this model clearly works. And I think if other if other games had the kind of platform that obviously Dota 2 has in Steam, I think other games would be way more apt to do this as well. It's just that I think other games don't have the users and the infrastructure to actually crowdfund this easily. Um, but CSGO obviously has it, so hopefully we'll see it there. Um, and yeah, the International will be uh, this entire week, the 8th through the 13th. Uh, you can catch that. Uh, All on Twitch all week. There's my Twitch plug. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Speaking of other things that involve Twitch, uh, but not Twitch.tv, rather Twitch gameplay. And my segues. uh, Quake Champions. Uh, So QuakeCon was this weekend. Uh, Did you go? No, I did not go this year. Uh, I wanted to, but it didn't work out. Uh, So I had to experience QuakeCon... Uh, through the lens of Dave Asri who was there, and uh, it seemed like seemed like a good time was had by all uh, but the a few a few announcements came out of that uh, The main one that I think we care about or at least the one I care about most is uh, we had talked about quake champions last weekend, and we got a new gameplay trailer uh, that released at quakecon and i don 't know if you guys have watched this trailer, but uh it 's it's hard to tell exactly how fast everything is, but I think I'm a little higher on the game than I was last weekend because this trailer does look like the, uh, that we have strafe jumping. It does look like there's rocket jumps. Uh, so it's got some of the vital quake elements that I was hoping to see, but I'm still not sure how the champions aspect is going to factor into it.
0: Right, I mean, so we we see a lot of things in this trailer, um, but the one thing to watch out is like I'm I'm watching it right now. It's just literally jump cuts between right. you know, action sequence action. You know, nothing in between. Which which, in my opinion, like Diablo's or not Diablo, uh, uh, Doom's multiplayer. It was kind of similar, but once he actually got into a lobby. Like, they advertised it similarly. Once mm-hmm. you got into a lobby, it was, like, very slow because of the low player count, in my opinion, uh, and just movement in general. But So we're seeing a lot of jump cuts and just pure speed, pure skill, and pure FPS. And that's all we get about the game. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't know.
1: Why well, are um, you going to become a Quake Champions player?
3: Uh, my first ever game was actually Quake. Most people don't know that, but I like I started in Counter-Strike Sources where I you guess I could say I started taking games a lot more seriously, but I was very familiar with the FPS aspect just because I came from Quake. And I love Quake. And watching the trailer, I'm extremely nervous because a part of me really wants to get behind the game. And I don't know, I just have like this eerie feeling that it's going to be a really big letdown. I'm not saying it will be, I'm just... I don't know something about it. Just
2: uh, I don't know. The I'm not sure. uh, I mean, I thought the trailer like was kind of good news because all that we had like before now is just the like the CGI like trailer, and that kind of gave me the impression that it'd be a bit slower, a bit. So seeing this gameplay that it was you know being fast like everybody expects Quake to be was kind of like reaffirming to me.
1: Yeah, I. I... I was glad that they... The thing that, the thing that I think scares me, because I kind of... I think I'm on the same page as you, Flam, that I'm, I'm worried about the game. Like, I want it, I'm cautiously optimistic. I want it to be good, but I'm also afraid because it does have such high standards to uphold. Like, people look upon Quake with such reverence that it's going to be hard for them to find the right uh, balance Basically like they did for Doom, where you wanna you wanna both satisfy kind of new players who may not even know what Quake is because it was just before their time, but then also those old school players that, you know, obviously you want them to come back, you want them to stop playing Overwatch and Counter Strike and MOBAs and you want them to come back to their Quake roots. Finding a game that's gonna make both of those audiences happy is gonna be tough. And I'm I'm just I don't know that they I don't know that they can do it. I'm, I'm worried about that.
3: Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, kind of like branching on what I said earlier with the individual skill and not being able to see, for instance, because I think a large part of that is the movement aspect in, say, Overwatch, where a lot of people were hoping to see that they'd have these movement aspects especially come over from, like, Team Fortress with, or, you know, which kind of originally started with Quake, Rocket Jumps, those kind of things. And in Overwatch, they don't really have those, and in this game, I think you know, It's just a pure 1v1 arena shooter that really, really can highlight what somebody can do. And, I don't know, like cautiously optimistic is a good way to put it. There's a lot of good that could come from the game, and it could also just be a giant flop and everybody hates it. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm yeah. curious, uh, how do you think, with the Champions-type gameplay, how do you think that dueling is going to work? Because Chan- like, the Heroes-style gameplay is normally sort of a rock-paper-scissors-type uh, Yeah scenario how do you think dueling is going to work in quick champions
3: it it would completely revolve around how they just create like it wouldn't really matter just the rule set that they put in place itself so in, instead of maybe just you know like increase the amount of rounds that you play against somebody and then allow how many maybe they can ban or something like that to mm. and then they you know that kind of thing and that each player maybe has like their pool essentially I don't really know. Mm. Uh, I've never really played too many games. You know, Overwatch is the first game that I've played consistently that you know has a class or a hero system. So it'd be really interesting. Did they say how many that there are going to be?
1: Uh, I don't think oh. they've said so far, but they've they've talked about four of them uh, in a previous video they put out last week uh, mm. that just kind of had had some kind of basic abilities. One was like a sniper that could phase shift. One was a like a larger character that did a bull rush. And so it's it, I don't I can't tell yet how important those different abilities are going to be, but that's I think that's my main worry is that dueling, like you have to be on a level playing field. And Quake has always been about that where it's just you both have the exact same loadout. You both know where things on the map spawn. And it just comes down to who is better at the game. It's not about the character you're playing. It doesn't revolve around the actual balance of the game. Because you're both playing with with the same toolkit.
3: No, I I honestly don't know how they'll balance it. It It'll be interesting to see. So, yeah, just have to wait, I guess.
1: Yeah, well, they did have... uh, They had some closed-door, or behind-closed-doors gameplay footage that leaked onto YouTube, but I think has already been taken down... Uh, that I I got a glimpse of, and I did see some promising things. It looked like strafe jumping was there. It looked like rocket jumping was there. Uh, but again, I'm just not sure how they balance around the champions. So that's I think that's my biggest worry. Uh, but they're at least saying all the right things. Uh, I'm just worried that the the marketing seems to be around using all the buzzwords like you know arena fast FPS. Uh, you know, it's just skill. Tempers. Yeah, it's just like Tim yeah. Willits just regurgitating the, the same marketing lines over <laughs> and over. Uh, and that, that kind of worries me a little bit.
5: Um, Can I we'll just say, to... I think if they uh, modeled uh, it after Doom, oh. Quake will be fine. Oh, Perfectly that... fine. <laughs> Guys, I've been here the whole time. You just didn't see me connected. Sorry. Oh, Apologies. Really?
3: Huh. We no, were taking that... bets on what was taking you so long. I said yes. stairs. And yes, that new,
1: that new Skype update. We just didn't even <laughs> see you in the call. But that's crazy. I was here.
5: I've been lurking. I just my mic was muted, and, and then ah. it took a while for my picture to show up. Apologies, yeah, okay. apologies, but I am here now. I couldn't flom. I'm sorry that I missed your. I'm it's sure there okay, was a man. section, but um, it's a pleasure to have you on. Hearing your voice yeah. just calms me down, man. So well, yeah, see,
1: you're you're actually in luck because we we have not gotten to the flom segment.
5: Oh really? Uh, oh no, wow.
1: No. Okay. So oh, we man. we've just been you know, we've just been enjoying uh some, some lighthearted discussion with Flam about okay. what we've been doing and the news. Thanks. So you're you know, you're right on time, uh, but oh, you are perfect. late.
5: I am late, yes, I am late. Apologies. Something came up that I could not that I had to attend to, so but I am okay. here now and uh, it's awesome to have Flam here. And uh, just real quick, because I didn't get to share anything that happened with me, because we didn't have the podcast. or I wasn't here last week because that was at my brother's wedding. I just want for people to know that the best man speech went very well. I shared with my chat that I was very nervous about that. And uh, Did you cry? I, I didn't cry. I didn't cry. Mm. But I set the crowd up by pretending that I was about to go political. So I got up there, got the <laughs> mic, and was like, <sighs> I really shouldn't do this. I really, I, I'm gonna, my brother's gonna kill me. But I just need to talk a little bit about the political climate we find ourselves in. And it was funny because uh, his wife's uh, family were, were like sitting right near me where I was doing the, the toast. And you, oh, instantly just this nervous like <laughs> like this nervous laughter. <laughs> oh god I'm like, right gonna
3: take it. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, people in my like at my family's table were uh were like my cousin was giving me these daggers like don't you fucking do it. Don't you do I think most people knew that I wasn't going to. But anyway that was all for a ploy. So for the very end. So I did that and then I was like hey guys I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. And then I did some sappy stuff. And then at the end I came around I was like so I was like so I know I, I know I said I wasn't gonna be political but I said I will say one thing: build the wall of love, trust, <laughs> and integrity in your marriage, and live inside of it. <laughs> and like that. Wow. And it, slayed. it really slid. But, but you know what's funny is people people at the at the bar afterwards in the wedding were coming up to me like all these people I don't know and we're like, dude, great best man speech. And this guy comes up to me and he's like looking at me, he's winking at me. He's like, huh, not a Hillary fan, huh? Like winking at me. I'm like, what? uh, <laughs> no, I. <laughs>
4: so, Trump
5: you can't he was like dude you're a Trump fan and I was like no I th- it was literally just a joke and I had multiple people from both camps being like <laughs> thinking that I was like somehow actually trying to make a political point when it was just his, to
1: be a- hey man his glass was already raised when you said build the wall so <laughs> yeah exactly,
5: exactly. <laughs> he was super he was super into it so anyway that's the sorry I know we're in the news but I just wanted to share that story I thought it was pretty funny but the wedding stuff went fantastic uh you know everything the bachelor party all of it it went really well um so uh it was sad to not be here but trust me i was in true celebration mode i was probably by the time the podcast started i was on my 20th moscow mule uh, See, at the party that's
1: what i assumed i did <laughs> i did notify everyone last week that i assumed you were in no state to be on the podcast even if it were possible for you to be
5: right exactly exactly yeah it would not have been a it would not have been a pleasant uh thing for probably any well i mean i'm sure it would have made maybe a couple twitch fails or something but it wouldn't have been good (laughs) It's nothing that we would have wanted yeah that's good
1: i hope i hope uh i need to find some video evidence of this best man speech that actually yeah definitely
5: there will be um the we'll see maybe i can because i don't know how much they'll put in the wedding video you know they had the whole a wedding anymore i just i what a production so they had a videographer they had a photographer we, anyway, even the place we ate was super swanky, so I'm sure uh, th- there may be some some evidence that I can share at some point. We'll Excellent.
1: Yes. All right. Well, I don't have a great segue to continue into our news, <laughs> um, no, but, we can just, yeah. but I am I am glad you're here with us now, Scott. Uh, we Thanks. were just talking about Quake Champions. Do you have any opinions on, uh, on um, Quake no, Champions? No, I, I agree
5: with you guys were saying. I definitely echo the same, uh, the same concerns, um, but I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of ready to just wait and see. Uh, um I don't want to judge it judge it too early. You were talking about you said you had seen some gameplay that was removed. What, what were you? Yeah,
1: they they did like uh kind of like they do at, at QuakeCon uh frequently is they'll do kind of some behind closed doors uh footage. And so they had an exhibition match with two Quake pros. I don't remember who it was, but yeah. they so they showed proper gameplay. They showed a match, and someone had recorded it on a cell phone. Uh, but I think it's already been taken down. Uh, so yeah, I think. It's it's you know what I don't know when this game is coming out and so that's the thing that that I would be a lot more nervous if I knew this game was coming out say in like October or November but for all we know this game could be coming out late 2017 or something I mean we really we have no idea uh, and they yeah. haven't really said anything about it so I, it's like I can't get too worried yet but um I want I just want it to be good I want so badly for the game to be good and I want people to care about Quake again, uh, but they <laughs> yeah. kind of only get one shot and And I think they they nailed it so hard with doom with the Doom single player. I think they maybe missed the mark with Doom Multiplayer. And
5: so I'm, you know, I'm kind of worried about...
3: No, they definitely didn't. The I watched a
5: video, though, that was super convincing. I mean, again, I don't I don't necessarily agree with it because I haven't put as much time in. But there was a YouTuber. I, I'll try to find the video. Maybe we can look at the article. But this guy goes on like a 15-minute rant about why the do multiplayer is actually badass. And why we're all spoiled brats when it comes to FPS. And, I mean, we're not because we actually played a lot of old-school shooters. And I really, I do think kind of... I mean, I didn't put a ton of time into it, but I didn't think it was fantastic. I thought it was serviceable, like it was gym okay. Multiplayer, the gym multiplayer, yeah. The fact, like, the was... fact
1: that they put the the avatars in there, the right, uh, that's that, yeah, that that is like literally the reason it's bad. Uh, okay, so okay, wow, that's interesting, okay, wow, that's no, I'm
5: strong. not,
1: I'm not kidding. That that <laughs> takes all the skill out of the game. Okay. So mm. I don't know. I, the rest of it, it was hard to focus on the rest of it because that that part was so ridiculous. That
5: hurts you, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, See, because yeah, I, I mean,
5: I ever, the gameplay itself wasn't terrible. I mean, it wasn't. No, it's uh, a it's
1: a polished game, and they yeah. actually leading into this next news, news article, uh, okay. or actually, it's not an article, but just another announcement at QuakeCon. Uh, they announced a DLC, which I think is actually already available uh, for Doom multiplayer. It's three new maps, I think, new a new equipment, new weapon, and a new playable demon. Um, mm. So they, you know, they are supporting it, uh, but. Like the thing that I thought was weird, uh, and again, another maybe indication that they missed the mark or there's some other thing going on, is there was no Doom esports or anything mm. at QuakeCon, as far as I know. Yeah. So well, how mean, how well, are you gonna say that game is like a successful multiplayer franchise when <laughs> they're not even support they're not even trying to support a competitive scene around it?
0: Why would they when they're trying to sell Quake though?
1: I know, but that's why that's what I mean though. Is like if Quake is not right around the corner, if Quake is not until 2017, why are you letting Doom flounder when you're you're clearly putting effort into this multiplayer product, but it's like you're not really supporting it in the way you would have to to get people to care about it. See, I think the people that
0: cared about it like stopped caring about it in the beta. Like like yeah. and I think mm. I think if they try and like say like Try and make Doom something that it's not. I think the hardcore fans that would care about Quake would just be would just lose interest right away. Yeah, you see what I'm saying?
1: I mean, I think it's. I'm not saying it's a bad idea for them to just solely focus on trying to build esports around Quake. Mm-hmm. I just think it's it's like an interesting. It's interesting because I think if Doom multiplayer had taken off, they probably would support it. But because it hasn't taken off, they're sort of now. I don't think they're, I don't think there's ever going to be a scene around that, and so they'll sort of like, you know, they'll support it, but it's not really ever going to be a big thing, and they're going to put all of their uh, their apples into the the quake champions basket and try and make that huge. But I mean, they could they could have also had two big esports franchises. Like, I mean, we'll never know. I don't think Doom ever really had a shot though
5: yeah no that's true i mean I, I i'm just glad that the single player turned out to be as good as it was because i i mean how many times in, in this podcast i know we're talking about the multiplayer but we were just like why like why bring doom back is there enough of a fan base remember we were just like what like there's so like why resurrect that franchise like you could just let it let it be but yeah. um you know the multiplayer turned out to be like a good mix of of what everybody wanted so that was cool um and so anyway i'm yeah i'm gonna hold out hope for quake um who knows, man. You know what? Overwatch is a dead game anyway, so it's time for Quake to slide in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just sad about CSGO becoming a dead game. it's not I agree yet, with. That's a little bit of a overstatement, but it is. Uh, we are seeing decline. And I did hear you guys talking, too, about the... Um, why haven't they done, like, an international kind of thing with with Counter-Strike? And exactly what Flam said. There's no fucking reason. (laughs) There's no fucking
3: reason. Well, the reason is they let whoever they want work on certain games, and from what I've heard, there's literally, like, three devs on CSGO compared to, I think it's over 20 for Dota Mm -hmm. 2. Yeah. Uh, So it makes sense why they can't push, like, a lot of these, like, a whole new, you know, when they did the whole new reface for Dota 2, or all these new features, and when CS:GO gets updated, something breaks in the game, because you just don't have the, like three developers trying to like, or, or however many. We'll just say single-digit developers basically trying to, e- try to please this many customers It's, like ridiculous.
5: You know, it's we're, like crazy. It's like I mean, if only there was a way you could set up some kind of test environment and have you know, yeah. like a beta of a server or something. Yeah, give some bug feedback before you release it to the general public, but. It's tough. I mean, it's. I mean, that's technology we just don't have, and so I don't <laughs> want to blame the CS:GO devs for that. That's just not fair. But no, yeah, no. I mean, hopefully. I mean, and I guess just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean something like that won't happen. But I guess when we look at like uh, the height of popularity for Counter Strike, I don't know if we've necessarily crested it yet. But as far as viewership goes, I feel like you know when when gambling was at its height, when all the factors were together and all of eyes were on Counter Strike. Um, I, you know, who knows? Like the amount of money that game is pulling in, and it's still pulling in. is still pretty impressive. So, it makes you wonder. Like, okay, well, if they would, would they have done it already if they were going to do it? But I feel like if we try to assign logic and rhyme or reason as to why Valve or, like you said, the CS:GO devs do certain things, that's where we run into problems. So we, because you can't, because they will do what they what they want to do. And unfortunately, like you, like you said, Flam, I've heard from some people too, just as far as like the organization goes and stuff. And like you said, just being overworked. And if there's like, three deaths on a game, it's pretty crazy.
3: I'm not saying that they should necessarily have people, you know, you know, be forced to work on a certain game. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like if there's something pressing, like for instance, the fa- like, uh, the UI itself on CS compared to Dota is so sure. bad. It, you can't even if you're in queue, you can't even change your video settings. Like something like that, <laughs> you know. It's the only thing you're actually able to do is give. Gave money while <laughs> you were true. in queue. That is the <laughs> only thing you're allowed to do in that oh, game. Man. You can do a billion different other things in Dota 2 while you're waiting. Like It's just... So when something... It's like, okay, we need a facelift, right? Why not just pull over a couple for just like a little bit, you know? Or, like just or help us out for a month. Over, month or two. Okay, so we'll say you know it's difficult because the games are now on different uh, engines, right? Okay, well, let's move Counter-Strike to the, a new engine... And now all of a sudden you've created, because just like when Source is ported to a different engine, it changes a lot of elements inside the game, which will make it more interesting because it's not the same game that you're watching. And then you change the UI and you maybe add a couple features or something so you're able to maybe play a game like in a lobby, you know, steal that from Overwatch. All of a sudden you almost have like a brand new looking game and you maybe pull over a couple developers for a little bit and you're done. And then they can go back to Dota 2 or whatever. (laughs) So that way, people aren't, you know, forced to work on something they're not going to. But at the same time, this game is making you a lot of money. There's absolutely no reason why you should. It's like we're trying to, you know, feed them more money. And it's like, no, it's okay. We'll just take your money, but we're not actually going to do anything.
5: Well, I feel like, and I feel like that's it's like as long as the money is continuing to come in, you have to argue. Like it's the same thing with like incentive, right? I mean. I just, like, because I, I go back to, to remember when, okay, so the game's been broken multiple times, but especially with the R8 update, and it was like, everyone's like, all right, that's it. Like, we have to hear from Valve, and we heard from Valve, and they were like, listen, we're sorry we put out this shitty update that broke the game. We're going to be way more transparent with the community. I mean, I remember reading the blog post, and I remember this also, this voice in the back of my head. Oh, his name was Sham No Wow who was like this doesn't fucking mean a thing. And I was like, no, Sham, maybe they have turned over a new leaf. <laughs> I was like, you're always cynical. And he was like, nope, nope. He's like, in a month, it's going to be the same shit. And it was, And you know. Uh, and so it's just, yeah, it's like just disappointing. But um, I mean, I agree with all the dreams. You've been hitting the crack pipe of CSGO Dreams, Flam. Everything you just <laughs> said, it sounds amazing. But, you know, I guess. Uh,
0: the crack um... pipe of CSGO Dreams.
5: <laughs> I mean, we all hit it sometimes. Uh, but yeah, it would be awesome. I mean, like Source Two. Like, when is you know when does that happen? I mean, who knows? But
3: <sighs> sad days, man.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Listen, I mean, we can at least hold each other at night when we when we cry. The only Listen, like
3: saving grace that CS:GO has had recently is that TBS is pretty happy with how League went.
5: Yeah, that's true.
3: I yeah, I I
5: did see that the f- um, I thought one week was it two weeks ago. it Didn't have great ratings because it, it was like kind on of at a time people didn't know or wasn't advertised. The fi- for when um I think it was on like Saturday and Sunday or something and I saw yeah. that the ratings were a little bit lower but yeah it seemed like overall that that's that's been going pretty well which is cool um and it's been cool to see all the ad integrations and like fucking people like Arby's like making commercials specifically for CS:GO I, and all that kind loved of stuff I love
3: Arby's I like it, it too I legit <laughs> too. bought Arby's purely to support the fact <laughs> that they supported Counter Strike yeah and I actually yeah. like Arby's it was just I was like you know what I'm ordering some Arby's now like you get my money.
5: Yep, exactly. Yeah, that's not a place that I would. But I was definitely. I felt the <laughs> same way.
3: Scott, let's be honest. You probably.
5: Oh, I listen. If I lived I on could Arby's, see bathing curly fries. <laughs> no, I, Arby's. I do have an Arby's, not that far from me. But I have other things that are to me like immediately more appealing that I would hit up before, before I get the roast beef wow, curtains really? out. Is it even? Yeah. Top five or no? No, Arby's is Arby's top five of like fast food that I would that I would um. I'll be honest. Arby. I think Arby's is actually fucking garbage. Sorry. I don't. I don't okay. have.
1: I don't have enough experience with Arby's to rate it. Yeah. Because I feel yeah. like it's some people have very strong positive feelings for Arby's. Some people have very <laughs> yeah. strong negative feelings. But I, it's one of those places that I have. I've honestly maybe been to Arby's once or twice in my entire life.
2: Okay. Arby's, their uh, their beef and cheddar is actually like not that bad. That's like one of the only things I've had. I, I actually had their chicken tenders. Those are ass. But, uh, I mean... You,
3: you went to Arby's where they do roast beef and he gets chicken. It's like yeah, going to that's, steak that's a steak place and getting the... move. <laughs> That's what I
2: deserve, yeah. Can I get Go some to pasta? Get steak.
5: <laughs> you guys how's, uh, You guys got the Arby's roast beef and cheddar pizza going on? You going to town?
2: Um you have a fondue with that? Uh,
5: <laughs> the fondue? Oh, God. Uh, Plum doesn't even know the fondue story, but anyway.
3: I don't want to know. Uh,
5: yeah, it's fine. We'll just... <laughs> Let's just say the first time Katie Zen ever came in contact with Fondue of any kind was from Wendy's. He didn't know it existed out because they did what? Wendy's fun- I know. I know. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> so, like, anyway, Katie I Zen know. is, like, our innocent. He, like, he's, like, our... He's the innocence that all of us have lost. Like, he's he discovers things and then shares them. And it's amazing because...
3: Hey guys, I found this new Fondue site. <laughs> it's on Wendy's. Wendy's has Fondue.
2: <laughs> Wendy's yeah. lotto. I didn't yeah. know that fondue was like some kind of, I thought it was just a kind of cheese. I didn't know it was supposed yeah. to be this, like an art form. Right. And you
5: still haven't had the real fondue yet, have you?
3: Well, he's already had the best. Why would he go get
2: it? Yeah, why
5: would he go back?
3: <laughs>
5: Katie Zen is currently frozen for me, so I think he, uh...
1: That's, he's frozen in the, in the just the best camera
2: face. <laughs> that That smile that he's got going on right now. <laughs>
1: Uh, all right, well let's let's get back on track here. Uh, we were gonna. There are a couple other QuakeCon uh, pieces that uh, we'll just talk about quickly. They released a gameplay trailer for Prey, a new Prey game. I don't know if any of you uh, have strong feelings towards the Prey series, um, but that uh, that's play, coming I back. I
5: played Prey, but I know a lot of people liked it.
1: Yeah, so there's a, there's a quick trailer of that uh, that you can find on YouTube, and uh, the Elder Scrolls Legends uh, card game. Is now in beta, so uh, you know if Which, uh, if you want to play the Hearthstone killer, uh, then you can now do that.
0: <laughs> I've heard it's uh. easier to get into actually than Hearthstone. Like if you're a casual, but um, <laughs> I heard it's I heard it's easier to play. I don't know, like just get introduced. How did into you make it
3: easier to play?
0: I have no idea.
3: I, that's it, all. I, I, mean, I mean, this is like a genuine question. Do people like? All right, maybe like a week into it, are you really getting too confused by Hearthstone? I think it's a pretty basic game. Like I don't. I think the way it could be the the way it could be
1: easier is just because Hearthstone now has so many cards that you've got to put you've probably got to put in a decent investment yeah, to feel like okay. you can be competitive, and because this game's brand new and has so few cards, it probably feels more approachable. But it it won't be, you know, a year or two down the line, because they're presumably going to add cards in a similar fashion to Hearthstone, and that's going to make the game more complicated. Yeah. Um but yeah, I haven't played it yet. I mean I, I may give it a try. Uh I'm just I just think it's funny how many how many things seem to be, you know, pretty shamelessly ripped from uh from Hearthstone. <laughs> but mm. uh that's uh that's all our QuakeCon Con news. Um so that uh Maybe maybe Dave Oshery will have some uh, some hot tips for us at some point about more, but uh, we're gonna head into the quick hits. Uh, if you've been getting tired of CS and Overwatch, uh, Rocket League is staying fresh. Uh, they're actually I don't know did any of you guys watch the Rocket League Championship this weekend? No, no. Uh, it was it was really good. Uh, I watched quite a bit of it, and uh, unsurprisingly, if, if you haven't watched it, then mute, it, mute this part. But uh, this spoilers uh, I buy Power Cosmic. One, which is the team that Cronovi is on, and mm-hmm. they had—they actually took it. To, I think they took it to seven games in the finals. Uh, it's a best seven, so that was really cool. Uh, I think Riot, Rocket League is a is a really neat esports scene, and they announced at the championship they announced this new mode that they're going to release called Rumble, which mm-hmm. looks—I don't even really know what it is. It's just this trailer <laughs> is like. Looks like Vigilante Eight.
3: Yeah, kind of. <laughs> oh, yes. that game was funny. Like, dude, dude, I love Vigilant. This is a, like it's I was right watching right. this while you're talking about it. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Just like that's it instantly or what it reminded me of. That's is dang. yeah, you're not blowing them up necessarily, but yeah, it's like it's got like that, tractor that beams.
1: It. It's got a, a tornado. Wow. Uh, the ball turns to ice. So <laughs> it's just this, and it's still in the regular Rocket League arenas, but the cars seem to have these special abilities that look pretty nuts.
5: That looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun to be honest that looks pretty cool. yeah and and the
0: and best part is it's gonna be free and made available in September. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I saw somebody tweeting this earlier, but it's just like a really successful like game model in my opinion to release these new game modes for free to the players and just do cosmetics you know as as paid mm-hmm. DLC. Um, I love this because every time it gets me to play and I don't have to spend any extra cash. And if I like what they've released, you know, I can put a buck here or there for a custom skin if I want. I don't know,
2: I, I, know I just got back, but we're talking about the Rocket League DLC? Yeah. This looks sick. I thought to myself, you know, what if the devs of Rocket League made, you know, like a twisted metal game or like something <laughs> with like combat? And this this looks like... It's just It's funny, this is exactly what I wanted and now it's real. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, uh, Flom
5: compared it to Vigilante Eight as well, as far as car combat. It's, dude, that's such oh, okay. like i spent so many hours playing Vigilante Eight. Like, why? Why did that? I mean, I know they—they I... they made a Twisted Metal like in the last. Well, actually, I don't know when the last Twisted Metal game was, but what happened to the car combat? Like, I feel like uh, that was the shift that, for a while. Yeah, people that, just over it. was yeah. so big on the PlayStation. It's huge. Yeah,
3: exactly. I love on that game, man. Yeah, yeah, not the Dreamcast.
5: Remember when you could do? uh Remember when you like? Vigilante Eight was like ahead of its. I don't know. I mean, it was different than Twisted Metal, but uh, I love both those games. Yeah, they of those were
1: super fun, man. Our yeah. combat games were my jam back back in the day. I
5: don't know oh, why they but, filled yeah. off so much. Yeah, I'll I'll do do yeah.
3: I'm like trying to think of why. is
5: Like, yeah, is there a reason? Is it just fatigue? Maybe we're
3: know. all the weirdos that met up afterwards, <laughs> and nobody actually likes this genre whatsoever.
5: Yeah, it could be. I'm not seeing any support in chat for these games, so I don't know. Chat, did you... It actually, it actually just... After Vigilante 8, I'm
0: just going to read you the stories the
5: studio... Or the yeah. games the
0: studio made. Vigilante 8, Vigilante 8, Second Offense, Star Wars Demolition... True Crime, Streets of L.A. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, Sh- Shrek Two, <laughs> True Crime, New York City, Kung Fu Panda, Transformers, and then they died in 2010. Oh, okay. Mm.
5: So, I mean, once they hit Shrek Two, it was all downhill. I just feel like if you if you saw something like if, if they if some of those guys formed and you saw like a vigilante Kickstarter like to PC to bring just better visuals but the same gameplay that would get funded in like no time the second. A second. Yeah. I feel like people would be down, especially for online play and everything. That would be super fun. But yeah. This looks cool. I mean I'm
1: I'm glad that Rocket League is is basically taking that element and saying we can just add that to our
5: game. Just add it to the game. Yeah, exactly. I
1: don't I, I honestly have no problem with Rocket League becoming kind of the all encompassing car game. Like we have <laughs> car combat, we have car hockey, we have car soccer, sure. just <laughs> rocket league. Yeah, rocket. Yeah, we have car basketball. Like rocket league is just going to be the car car sport game.
3: That's good. I'm, I'm hoping. Uh... No, go on. Uh, I was just gonna say maybe that's why all the other ones died out is because now that I think about it, there's like a ton of actual car like yeah. combat games. Maybe it's because everybody tries like a little bit here and there, but nobody plays the same one, so it sucks. You know, you don't have like that player base. But that's what I was going to say. Go ahead. Listen, next year
2: we get Rocket League Quest. Rocket League adventure RPG. You're going through a giant world. You're, like, fighting mobs by dodging into them and dam- damaging them. There's, like, all this, like, combat where you have to, like, dodge, you know, by boosting in the air, doing aerials to, like, hit certain weak points. Boom. You're, like, leveling up your car. You got, like, more powerful wheels. <laughs> Shit like that. I- I'm calling it. Rocket okay. League Quest. All right. Hire me. Rocket (laughs) Rocket League MMO right around the corner. Rocket League Go. Rocket League Dark Souls. Oh my (laughs) god. (laughs) Speaking of which... uh, Best mod of all time. Coming out. So a video came out... uh, Must have been about a month ago. There's this really good channel called uh, Limit Breakers. Which uh, they do a lot of Dark Souls content. Things like... uh, Seeing really really obscure stuff like what's the lowest amount of HP you could get. It's always been some pretty like interesting like videos that like putting together the perfect mix of different armor and rings things like that to see like just for different outcomes. But this time they have done something that uh, they've gone a bit too far. (laughs) So first there is a video where this was actually trending on Facebook where every texture in Dark Souls 3 had been replaced with a crab. This one picture of a crab throughout the entire world, the entire user interface, every single texture in the game with this picture of a crab. Now, that was cool. But now, there's a new video from the same people where they have done so... Like, they have taken suggestions of which picture to replace all the textures with. So we have nick cage replacing all the textures we have shrek replacing all the textures we and then like a, about five other different textures and this is about like 16 minute long video it's a fascinating watch i encourage everyone to watch this oh my this god this is yeah. uh clicking through a this is... there's I... a, a, a waifu section <laughs> kill me oh my <laughs> so,
3: god this isn't real
1: it's both the best and worst side of PC gaming. Absolutely, all just <laughs> the cage one
5: is especially terrifying. I'm watching that section right now. Good God, it's awful. I, need to I mean, this.
1: yeah, I, like I that, mean, I, I guess like that the models, the models, uh, or the asset they used is is like the perfect size for the cape, but everything else <laughs> is just
2: horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Shrek's face just fits perfectly on the shield. Wow. God damn.
1: Uh, so yeah, Dark Souls Dark Souls mods never get old. No. Uh, thing, Speaking of things that, that do get old, maybe. <laughs> Boom. Uh, <I> don't... Damn.
5: <laughs> Roasted The Division. <laughs> uh,
1: the Division, uh, which we haven't really seen much news come out of uh, lately. Uh, Apparently, it doesn't matter, because it's going to get a feature film starring (laughs) Jake Gyllenhaal.
4: Wow.
1: So, uh, you know, because most of us, I think, uh, were gravitated to The Division because of the deep storyline involved. (laughs) The lore. Yeah. Uh, And so, it's only natural that that turn into a film adaptation. And uh, let's see... There's a there's a great uh, a great quote here from Ubisoft Motion Pictures VP. Uh apparently Ubisoft Motion Pictures is a thing that exists. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and uh let's see. Attaching Jake and Jessica, Jessica Chastain. Chastain. Yeah, I don't know Chastain. who that is. But uh, She's
5: a pretty famous you would recognize her probably if you Yeah,
1: I I probably recognize her. He says attaching Jake and Jessica is part of our development philosophy of working. Closely with top talent from the earliest stages to collaborate on a high-quality film. So I
5: think that's, that's you me. can't see my face right now, but I <laughs> I'm just I'm making a Are you okay making a little okay unicorn face. I'm making right. a little you. I'm making a little like uh, my fingers in the okay. My hands in an okay position. Like <laughs> sure, but they, yeah, little, okay, little okay emoji. <laughs> the okay emoji. Oh my god! I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, he's Excellent. a great
4: actor. A great actor. actor. Yeah. yeah, I
5: Justin don't mind. Great actress, like, but I mean, it could be if they if they I don't know video game movies as we know, like, we, they don't have a good track record, so no, my hopes are not high. But maybe they'll just borrow the like. But I mean, I guess they're figuring because of the amount of sales of the division, because I mean, the game did sell pretty crazily, that they're guaranteeing. I, mean, I think this-
1: the like, I think the film. I have to guess that a film about the division couldn't make any less sense than the actual storyline in the game so Mm. that i mean maybe the maybe the film could be okay like the division is is all about it is literally about just regular people being activated as special agents because you know because of the circumstances which is like completely ridiculous so I don't know if anyone's... So right for
5: Hollywood, yeah, it's yeah for Hollywood.
1: definitely. And I mean, if, any, <laughs> if anyone, if any regular person is going to get activated for the division, it's going to be Jake Gyllenhaal.
5: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's true. He has a lot of experience from all his movie training too, and he's done a lot of phys- Like, yeah, he would be he great. He does. Like, yeah, he'd be great. He's
1: so. he's he's definitely got the credibility. Uh, I think to be to be a real division agent. So uh, let's see. No. No date or anything on that. It's just apparently happening, uh, but you will you will get the chance to see the Assassin's Creed movie uh, before that. So I know we're all uh, waiting with bated breath on that one. Uh, I
3: enjoyed the trailer for Assassin's Creed at least.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Assassin's Creed and and The Division both like you could turn them into okay movies. Like the backdrop for those could make a good movie. Uh, it's just that I, like. I don't think anyone. I don't think at this point anyone has high hopes for video game adaptations in general, and like I don't know that I trust Ubisoft to turn their games into a into a good motion picture. But I'd be yeah. happy to be wrong.
5: Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the the world and stuff like that. I mean, <clears throat> if it, if it doesn't, like you said, there's the narrative. There's not a ton to go off of. You know, like the universe. I mean, it could. You know, a lot of these movies. This could just look like another—I um, don't know, like how, what angle they're going to take, but like you know, whatever, make it like him, like a Jason Bourne level character or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he—he turns out to be exceptional. There's a lot of angles that could go with it, so <clears throat> it's like a pretty—it's a broad enough appeal. Like whereas this Assassin's Creed, I feel like is a little more narrow. Uh, it, again, c- you know, has a cool story and stuff with the Illuminati and all that business and traveling through time, and but it—it um, it seems like this could be broad enough that it's not like a huge risk. Whereas like. The World of Warcraft movie where it didn't like it did okay in the U.S. but it did fantastic in China. I feel like that's a movie that's a little bit that's more of a risk for the, for the average person that it you know didn't play well. Um, so this does seem pretty safe.
3: Warcraft and, man, not well. Come on.
5: Come I'm sorry, on. Warcraft.
3: Warcraft. Come on, say, that, step it up. That,
1: that was not a movie about World of Warcraft. That was triggered. Pre, sorry,
5: triggered. pre-World of Warcraft times. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We uh, we don't need to get Warcraft. into this discussion. <laughs> As I said, and everyone everyone who's telling me this is are people that saw the movie. I'm I'm assuming because I know Eric saw it. Yeah, yeah. I know I have seen it. But and yes, for it's... me who never played Warcraft did not Same. see it.
0: So, yeah. well,
1: totally you're probably, you're, skipped out on yeah, that. You're probably not missing much. <laughs> That's if what I heard. If you didn't play uh, if you don't have any attachment to the to the Warcraft series.
0: Yeah. Katie Zen, when can people expect Warcraft to
2: be Oh my god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry.
2: Oh, speaking of video, uh... oh my god, <laughs> man, these segues
0: are so. Fire. Just, did you I fill in Eric
5: on what that bit is? Because Katie Zen worked at this place called Family right. Video for for a while, and he hasn't worked there for years. But we always like ask, like, pre- like pretend that he still works there, and he really gets annoyed. He doesn't work at Family Video anymore. He works at a different. He works at a. You work at a video game store, but it's not Family Video,
3: right? The competitor, right? Yes,
5: <laughs> yes. He he got sniped. He got sniped. He, switched he works slides. at Blockbuster now. So The only blockbuster left in the world in Indiana, he works at.
2: Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I'm keeping right. it
3: alive. Sorry, go ahead. your <laughs> good looks. Uh, I our just last, thought I'd...
1: Sorry, th- uh, right. we're, we're, we're moving ahead. Moving Sorry, swiftly ahead. ahead. Sorry.
0: Power, <laughs> throw, <you>. power throw. <laughs> throw. I, just, <laughs> I just thought I'd throw this in there. Uh, a lot of people are mm-hmm. PC gaming enthusiasts. I would hope that listen to our podcasts and uh... uh one of the biggest things people can buy is like a monitor. Um, and Dell is launching a new 1440p 165 hertz G sync monitor oh, for f- f- now. I was, this is why it's surprising for $570. Now, that's still a lot for a monitor, but for a G sync monitor, 1440p alone, that is cheap. Like, I mean,
3: just like a Dell. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was way too easy. I thought we were segueing again. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, um, yeah, that
1: actually—that actually is a, a pretty good price for it, really any G Sync monitor because that's been that's been the one thing holding me back from buying a, a G Sync monitor It's just the price is pretty outrageous on most of them. And I mean, five hundred seventy dollars is definitely no chump change, but for a fourteen forty p G Sync monitor and and uh, and I know we we. You know, people make fun of Dell, but the one thing that Dell actually is known for, uh, for having pretty high quality stuff, is is for monitors. Um, A lot of people use Dell monitors, or either like in a work environment or in, like people doing digital art and things like that. Dell Dell actually has generally pretty good um, color reproduction and that sort of thing. So um, this is actually pretty cool. I would love to see the price of G Sync monitors come down. Because I think that is the only thing holding them back from being, you know, the mainstream gaming monitor. Um, And it's frankly the reason that I I actually don't, I might know one person or two people that have G-Sync monitors. And considering, you know, our social circles, like when, when I don't really even know people that have them, then I don't think they're taking hold the way they need to.
0: Right. Yeah, so keep an eye out for that. Um... Uh, it's supposed to be launched in the third quarter of this year. So uh, they say MSRP of $570, but who knows? It might go up. Um, but uh, yeah, just kind of keep an eye out for that. Um, let's talk about new releases for games. Uh, Katie Zen, I think, went through this for this week. So maybe he can kind of walk us through those.
2: I will, gladly. So first up, we it's have this little
1: the... indie game that's coming out yeah.
2: on the 12th. Yeah, I mean... I'm so
5: sick of you talking about these titles that no one gives a fuck about, KD. Like, why do you always start off with these? Listen,
2: I know we were all waiting for the highly anticipated Joe Danger 3 from Hello Games, but (laughs) they're kind of making a little departure with their next title. It's called uh, No Man's Sky. I don't know what substance was being smoked when they thought of that title. I mean, it's it's pretty remarkably bad. But listen... This it, it kind of hit me like a few days ago that this this game is coming out tomorrow, like <laughs> it's just coming out tomorrow. People have been dreaming about this. Like I work in a place of retail, people are constantly asking, like, can I pre-order this? Can I pre-order two copies of this, one for a friend of mine? Isn't like one tomorrow the
5: night.
2: It's um, for
0: the PC got delayed. Oh, it's the so, PC one. Yeah, okay, right. yeah, gotcha. So for oh, console, though, it's
5: it's still good. No, I was just. Okay. No, but it's Sorry, still coming listeners. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PC, so have people, it comes have out.
1: People actually been like coming into your physical video game store and asking about how they can pre-order No
2: Man's Sky. Well, actually, uh, the place I work is all used, so like nobody can pre-order. But people have still been asking, like, to go out. That's of even their way, that's like, even more amazing. Wow, They're crazy. going into a used game store <laughs> and exactly asking pre-order. if they can pre-order. Can I pre-order a used copy? <laughs> I didn't know those oh, still so mean, existed. Like is a, a used game store, I—I I mean, it's it's pretty popular. Yeah, check it out, Family Video. And no, no, okay. As a Family Video prior employee, I can tell you that you cannot buy video games from Family Video. You can. I like how them. you still tow the Family Video company line. You're just like just to be, Listen, I, I don't want wanna... to let this ignorance <laughs> go by. You don't want misinformation about your former no. employer to spread. Yeah, I don't want customers to come to... Anyways, uh, fair enough. <laughs> no, No Man's Sky. I believe the premise is you're going to a bunch of randomly generated planets and doing nothing. So enjoy that while you're <laughs> swept up in the hype. Uh, I will be buying it, of course, because yeah. I am not. I wouldn't be a true gamer if I didn't buy it. But uh, yeah, it comes out on console uh, on the 9th, and it comes out on Steam on the 12th. So, a game that can only disappoint. Like, I don't see how this could possibly live up to expectations.
5: Like, I don't even think if All this on. game, like, had a, had an option to print out, like, a, you know, a woman or man or whatever your sexual preference is that would suit <laughs> you with the press of a button. Like, you could literally print it on a 3D printer. People would still be like, eh, it's little, yeah, it's a little disappointing because of, well, the, like, the hype got, train on this thing.
1: Only got 30 hours out of this experience. <laughs>
5: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Replayability is kinda low. Yeah. Like I I don't know. But I mean, yeah, I hope it I hope it turns out um I know it's yeah. ambitious, so we'll see.
2: I've I mean there there's a lot of confusion with things like people want it people we, we want the people want to pay play for like multiplayer. And the whole mm-hmm. structure of multiplayer in this is something that I feel is like been really muddy. And like the idea of seeing other people but not really like being able to group up, I guess. And everyone's like, oh, well, me and my friend, we're going to get in the galaxy. I don't know. We're just going to find each other. It's going to be the journey, man. It's going to be great. I'm like, you don't know what you're buying. Don't yeah. preorder it.
0: Yeah. Clearly, people don't know what they're buying when they still go to a used store when it's not even released. <laughs> <laughs> and try to order it. Yeah. Can I get this? Uh, no. <laughs> oh,
2: we... Yeah.
5: It hasn't even come out yet. Therefore, we cannot have it in used Nobody form. can have it
2: used. I don't oh, no. think you understand the concept. Yeah. That clientele, you'd be surprised uh, Anyways, uh, so yeah, look out for that That'll no doubt cause all of the servers to undergo a nuclear explosion trying to handle all of this traffic mm. That'll be fun Yeah. Uh, but next up uh, is the newest Hearthstone expansion One Night in Karza I know nothing about this, would you like to expand on this, Brandon? Resident oh, Hearthstone mean, player?
1: Yeah, it's just I think if you if you play Hearthstone, you probably heard of it. Uh, but it comes out on the on August 11th on Thursday, uh, so I know I'll be playing that, and
2: there others will too. Okay. Yeah. Cool. August 11th. That that becomes available. So I'll down down time next to week jump. with how it is. Awesome. Uh, coming out today, as of this recording, on the eighth is a VR game called Tales. Which uh, I normally kind of skid past VR games because it doesn't really appeal to a whole lot of you know consumers right now. But this one looked kind of interesting. Uh, it's basically you play it with the HTC Vive. It's kind of a VR snake where you you're moving you're waving around one of like the controllers, and that's like the head of a dragon, and these like the pellets of snake are appearing around you, and so you have to guide the dragon around like the snake. And go around and eat the pellets without hitting into each other, but it's this whole kind of. So it's, true, it's literally fucking snake.
3: Yeah, it's, it's snake. DDR. But
2: the the thing of it, like being 3D, 3D and like this right. different depth, and some modes have like bombs you can't hit, and just going from the trailer looks like it would get pretty interesting. And I know it's just snake, but you know it's in a yeah, whole. It
1: it's just medium. snake, but it is in 3D, so you can sort of like you can make a knot within yourself and still keep going. So having yeah, a, that is on the feature list kind of neat yeah
5: can make a not.
3: <laughs> boom
1: <laughs> it seems it Sales actually seems money. like it might be tough though in vr
0: it looks like i could get sick like i don't know yeah, just watching uh, the trailer like watching
3: this video i literally yeah. feel like i'd vomit yeah <laughs> i'd rather just grab my graphing calculator and try to give it a go <laughs> exactly <laughs> i mean cuz we all know that's what those are actually for and not actually you know doing oh intellectual things
5: I don't know yeah. if I actually ever solved an equation on my graphing calculator or did anything like for <laughs> actually any graphing. You're right. Like, I had every game. Oh, oh my like, god. TI
3: 83, sure. dude. <laughs> you got to get the plus for more storage, dude. Take could add more game. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. Uh,
4: good
0: time. Now, uh, all right, as, as far as games
2: that nobody asked for, this is pretty interesting.
0: Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, next up <laughs> is uh, we all know the critically acclaimed game, Lucius, and Lucius 2. Oh, the newest in the series is actually a remake, or, as some would say, a remake of Lucius. The original uh. Lucius has been recreated in old technology reminiscent uh. of... uh God, what was that game? Like, something trap. Like, I want to think. Or, like, maybe Clock Tower? Something like that, maybe. Uh, a kind of old-school... Pixelated '80s uh, version of Lucius, which uh, not really sure what the demographic was. I don't think there's a, a, a an audience really wanting Lucius. I mean, if I, I you know, I just I take I, that back. If you're a fan of the first game, I, I
5: mean, the original and, game wasn't great. It was flawed and it was a little short, but it it definitely the sandbox that they allowed you. I mean, you couldn't do. It was fun, like it was fun. I mean, I won't even go into Lucius too. What if, I mean, it, it was to call it a failed like tech demo of cancer is 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 too. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, it's literally like a broken piece of garbage. Like it's it's awful. Um. So the so this I mean well, this wouldn't be so. But what
1: if funny. that game? Let me just let me yeah. let me just experiment here, Scott. What if that game yeah. was D made? Oh God! Yes. Into... And what if what if in this game what if i told you that Lucius is now killing all the pixels and there isn't a damn thing anyone can do about it <laughs>
5: <laughs> I okay. see you reading that description you know what you've sold me you've sold me dude Lucius 2D make it needs to happen I mean what the fuck even is a DM? like this is this not just cater is this not the worst of everything we hate about these fucking pandering Pixel based games that try to get the this, retro feel. This is like it's laughing in your face with the description. Like
1: I don't yeah, I don't want
5: to be we too were harsh so lazy. on a game I
1: haven't played, but this definitely <laughs> feels like the prototypical uh trying to cater to the eight bit yeah, crowd that, you know, doesn't like basically well, you you're just hoping that people buy this because they like this genre, like this type of right. game. The old school yeah. look, two D look.
5: Like I've already played Lucius, I played through it all. I saw a lot of the deaths. I don't need to to play the D made version of it. Like I don't have that nostalgia. It's like, I mean, that can be cool. Like I get it. Like Hotline Miami, and there were some cool things that have done. Yeah, I love
3: Hotline Miami.
1: Yeah, that but like, fun. But that's Just for the Hotline sake, Miami was like an original good idea. Exactly. It was, and the, it was yeah. intended for 2D. Hmm. I don't. Right. I, I'm. I don't want D make to become an actual term. <laughs> oh, this well, is the start, dude. It started I'm actually start.
2: already kind of triggered. <laughs> no, no. When you think of a remake, and I'll try to talk without dropping the call this time, but uh, when I think of a remake, like, the, I've seen them before, it's not something that's been made by the same developer in a known version. I've seen things like, they've taken Dark Souls, and they put it in, you know, let's drop the technology to make it be playable on PS1, and, like, I, I think that's cool, or, like, when they take modern games, or, like, recreating the new Doom in, like, the Doom 1 engine, like, th- those are cool. It's not cool. Well, then I think the
1: word demake actually makes sense if you're saying, yeah. like, let me take a new game that works on a new generation platform and exactly. demake it so it works on an old platform." I think that's that's okay, but you're yeah, this that's is the not point of a demake. You're not demaking a game. This is like a new game that you're just yeah. calling it a demake because it's in
2: 2D and pixel graphics. It doesn't really count when it's by the same developer. So, yeah, but. Anyways, make sure to pick that up it's, on August. It's good, 9. you
5: always find it, you always find a trigger of some kind in your, when you make your list, Katie. So
2: that's my job. You
1: really have you have an eye for quality with this new release <laughs> section. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, next up, something that I'm sure will offend no one is a game called Blade Ballet, which is a four-player local co-op game. Just adding on to the list of what we're going to play when I come down for LAN Extra Life this year. This just, is really uh, another, yeah, it's like a, it's like an arena style, uh, like combat. Let me take a look at the trailer here. I, I, I caught a glimpse of it. I'm trying to look out for you know these kind of four player local games because they don't really show up too well, often on PC.
0: Exactly. But, uh, and I, I'm always big. I, I wish. That's the biggest criticism I hear about PC. It's like, man, I just want someone to play with my friends. Well, games like these are made be played locally and with your friends so i love games like this and this looks like a lot of fun actually
2: exactly
3: yeah this is pretty yeah. cool reminds right. me of the what what game is it oh god um i feel i'm so uh pissed that I, super it's monkey
2: like, ball multiplayer
3: <laughs> no uh,
2: uh okay my <laughs> bad
3: <laughs> everything uh oh god what was it man it was like the old pokemon games where you would have like a whole bunch of mini arcade games oh pokemon stadium Thank God, there we go. Yeah, something like that. Like, it kind of reminds me of that, that a little bit. Where you know, obviously it's not the same games, but it's you know, you have some pretty unique characters, and you're but like whole, Mario being, Party. Yeah, you're being thrown into a bunch of different elements to just like play with your friends. That, yeah, I it like looks it. like
1: it looks like a not garbage Mario Party. <laughs>
2: well, exactly.
0: Jesus. Yeah. Like I'm just himself. having I'm just having flashbacks now of like that mini game with Magikarp trying to jump up to. Oh reach my yeah, god.
3: god, dude! I must Sorry.
2: have, dude. That taught me.
3: The times. Lickitung game made me so fat in real life.
2: Did you play the the Lickitung game? Oh, is that you're talking about?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sue them for making me fat because they made me want all the good food and I wouldn't eat all the bad ones. <laughs>
2: Uh um, yeah. Blade Ballet, August 9th. No word on a price yet, but uh that looks pretty cool. A debut game from Dream Sale Games. It did win some awards at uh PAX and uh Momocon for like, you know, rising selection indie showcase. So hopefully it's good. Hopefully all these games are good. Except for Lucius Demake. That game <laughs> uh game's a sin. Oh no.
0: Uh uh, okay, so this next segment, I'm going to try and get through because there is a lot to talk about. Uh, as far as KB Mod goes, um, we now have a full schedule on our Twitch channel. Uh, every day of the week, we have something being streamed. So Mondays, uh, we have Rough Tim's Tuesdays, KB Mod After School Special, where Laws plays old-school games on their original platforms and streams on Twitch. Wednesdays, we have itty-bitty titty committee with... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with uh, community member uh, uh, Titty, uh, He usually plays Dark Souls and like these crazy ridiculous uh, runs. Thursdays we now have Neon Town game development. So this guy in our community, Ben Basic, um, he's been developing a game and um, he's now going to be streaming streaming that on Thursdays. Uh, Friday we're having a community night and we're going to be playing Overwatch. So jump in to see our uh, play along with us. You can just go to kbmod.com slash Discord, join our Discord server there, and play with us. Saturday, we're going to be playing Battlefield 3. Uh, Sunday morning, Tim is going to have another stream going. And then next Saturday, you should see the KB Mod podcast. So uh, full schedule now. Um, you should be seeing that every week.
2: Uh, pretty
0: awesome, in my opinion.
2: Um, Battlefield 3.
0: Huh. It, yeah. So normally we play something like Battlefield 4, but we occasionally like to change it up. Uh, some people like like sometimes we play Bad Company 2, like even the v- Vietnam DLC or
5: something. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: but that's because Bad Company 2 is the best Battlefield game ever made. Is a,
5: objectively <laughs> the best. Yeah. So I mean, Definitely.
1: I could see why you would want to play that just about all the time.
2: If we're playing Battlefield 3, yeah. I'm gonna have to grab my sunglasses. <laughs> oh my god. Because the flares. Because of the flashlights, yeah. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Um, um, one, and we... real quick, the the Thursday stream with Ben, that game development stream, I watched this past week and it's really, really cool. I I, I know very yeah. little about game development or uh, like, you know, art design for games. But watching him and kind of listening to him talk was really cool. So that, I would definitely check out that stream on Thursday. His game,
0: his game is greenlit in, in Steam. So it will be coming S- out of the Steam store and everything. It's been voted by the community they want this. So um, it's legitimate. It's not some personal project. Well, I mean, it is a personal project to some extent. But, um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool to see that development. Um,
2: yeah, I'll be requesting a review copy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, and then we have some new articles on the site. Uh, uh, Hex looked at uh, Project High Rise. Uh, AJ reviewed Telltale's Batman, which I've heard is really good. Um, he said it's basically, uh, you know, kind of saved the Batman series And in his, in his opinion. Uh, so make sure to read his review on the site. Um, we have some light news on a game called the Atlas Reactor. A review on Overcooked, which is another... Uh, Uh, kind of party game but you you do cooking (laughs) i don't know it looks like a good couch game uh and then tim (laughs) did a fallout 4 video on uh the vault tech dlc so check that out um and that's it for announcements um and I guess the next segment is talking about our guest Flom. Um, so oh, we got to
5: talk about him. Oh
3: man! Oh Jesus! Uh, I know. I know. We got to get
0: So if i'm
5: So we modest, can cut it short. To, we can cut, cut it short about alpha.
1: himself we got to get his opinion on some pretty important things to understand. We, do. Right. we actually do have
5: in. some important. We didn't send these ahead of time, right, to Flom, these questions? No, he doesn't gonna, know what we're about to hit
0: him with. So, okay, good. good. Um, we're going to try and Same. do this more often, uh, try and get guests on the show. And Flom's going to be, honestly, our guinea pig. So, um,
3: <laughs> great. great. Yes, He's going to be attacked yes. and murdered. That's great. Don't worry. <laughs> He's going to poke your things and see what happens.
5: None yeah. of these opinions will be polarizing to anybody in this chat. You'll be fine. Just know that there are a few well I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. But um, so, do we want to do do we want to do like background and then do the the quick exactly. questions? So, right.
0: so basically um so for those that don't know, um Flam is a full-time streamer. You've if if I'm not mistaken, you've played for quite a few teams professionally um for Counter-Strike. Um I think your profile says uh Luminosity Noble Fighting Irish uh xts and mme uh does that sound right yeah
4: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and then um so you're you're a full-time streamer on twitch um and you've been playing competitively for i think six years now seven years
3: is that right yeah, the profile is always wrong because i'm just too lazy to change it I don't know, okay. i've been playing since i was like 16 i'm 23 whatever you want to go with that okay Maybe. so do the math uh, yeah <laughs> a little bit more but like i don't know it's not six it always feels longer than when somebody says six or seven. It's like that's when I started playing comparatively, but I was always kind of around, I guess, if that makes sense. So in my mind, it always feels longer.
5: Yeah, so yeah. I wanted to I wanted to dig a little bit into your gaming background, Flom. So like uh, playing CS, I'm assuming, are you talking about you're talking like one point six and or even earlier? No,
3: or no? I okay. I did not play one six. I played okay. Quake, and then okay. I went to Source. Yeah.
5: Oh Okay. That's interesting. I never knew that. And then as far as like a little bit back, further back before were, were you always PC gaming or did you play console stuff growing up too?
3: I played console stuff growing up, but I it never really I, I it was never like how I am now. I played a mm-hmm. lot of console stuff like we mentioned like Vigilante 8. I played yeah. a lot of the hockey games because I grew up playing hockey my entire life. And then right around I'd say the high school time my couple of my friends on the hockey team actually got me into gaming and then that's when it started they got me they introduced me to source i found quake before that and i knew it so i was kind of just playing quake casually and then they're like hey do you check out you know counter-strike source we think you'd really like it uh and i did and then i that was around the cgs era so i really really got you know and i my parents i watched it on direct tv and all that kind of stuff (laughs) <laughs> and while it was like, you know, now I look back, I'm like, wow, what, what a terrible. What weird the fuck the were they
5: game. doing? Yeah.
3: Yeah, sure. but at the time, you know, it was like, um, yeah, I was like, well, that's freaking awesome, you know, they're playing games and and people are watching it on TV, so it got me really into it, and, yeah. Yeah,
5: that's awesome. It's funny because we always talk about like Flum and I, because I, I mean, especially people just started watching. Like a lot of people obviously have come on, and as with CS:GO's popularity, so people don't even really know much about source like even when i play source uh i just did a stream on friday FOM and we played i have a source 10 man server and we were doing source 10 mans and like people literally were installing the game for the first time and just playing it and being like what on earth like it was like it was like they were on a foreign like planet and i was just Just tell them to use the deagle
3: and all will make sense to them (laughs) and people and you know what's
5: amazing it was like how quickly i I don't know if it's because because i think go's a good mix of like 1.6 1.6 and Source in the sense of like, I mean, it's definitely, Source is a way easier game than, than Go is. But it's also, Go's not as difficult, I feel like, as 1.6 was. And uh so people were pretty soon, yeah, people were figuring out that they just spammed the Deagle, that the recoils with the rifles are, you know, oh, it's it's just it's not really there. So it's so dumb. Oh. Dude, it's so crazy. So we were having a blast doing that, but it is funny to watch. So it's good to be able to talk to Flam about the CGS stuff. Um, and then, so you played on, I mean, I knew of you because I knew that when you played for Fighting Irish and that was the team. I, so Flum yeah. and I have very different career paths when it came to the arcs as far as success in Counter-Strike Source. I basically stayed around the main uh, Cvop for one season level. I was never that great um and flam definitely a, a much better counterstrike players pretty much everybody knows but uh, as far as like with because this is going to go back to you were saying that you were a hockey player how did you balance like did you were you still playing hockey and stuff in high school when you were also trying to play yeah, uh, yeah, so. competitively
3: how did that yeah work? um i don't know it was pretty simple because most of the teams at the time would take like Fridays and Saturdays off, and that's mostly when my games are played. Okay. And then Sunday you could always work around too. It wasn't too big of a deal because gamers always pretend to have lives even though, you know, they sat at home. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we're we're, ta- we're going out on Friday. We're going to go to a movie or something. It's like everybody just was like online, probably like in their own server. Yeah, okay. that kind of thing. Um, so it really wasn't all that bad. I played on two hockey teams. I played on my high school team and I played on a travel team. So I was pretty busy with hockey. And then... Uh, yeah just it, there was always time for it not much time for school uh, and purely yeah, I was just going to say how
5: much actual school work got done probably not that's all
3: right just survived yeah. that's cool
5: and so this goes to another question that I wanted to ask what kind of I mean so I would just answer this and say that you were and uh, you played hockey you were a jock but where where did you fall in uh, I'm clearest of younger stoners. form in high school stoners stoners
3: okay uh, cool. <laughs> interesting interesting stoners. You were, on the,
5: you we're at the stoner table that was yes was your...
3: my friends are yes just it was bad yeah <laughs> all right fair enough all right interesting
5: all right um okay so that's a little bit uh about the background so i want to get a little bit as far as streaming goes how long have you been uh full time now i feel like it's it's getting up about a
3: year and i don't know we'll just three to five months we'll throw in there okay
5: Okay. so uh,
3: yeah first Uh, when,
5: when like uh when did you start um streaming if you can recall even that like when was the first so my uh,
3: sub button i think is 34 months old okay but i started streaming about two months before that
5: mm.
3: and then i oh, so i always brag to people because i got you know my sub button under the old requirements when they were <laughs> a lot you know right when you, it's pretty crazy i think that i used to average 600 viewers all the time you know right because i was one of the few people streaming go right uh, so it, it was pretty crazy man to think that that's what I was doing, um, yeah. So probably about you know over probably right around the three year mark.
5: Okay. And then what was the? I mean, what was the? What was the motivation? Why did you want to start streaming? And you know? uh,
3: well, I kind of explained this actually in an interview I did with hmm. Ryu probably last week. Oh, yeah. But without getting too into detail, uh, a lot of contract things kind of. Okay. Okay. We'll just say hindered me from spreading my wings, so to speak. And then I so you know, I really enjoyed streaming and I didn't really want to go back to Ohio state and finish yeah. my schooling, so I just decided to see where it kind of took me. And since I'd already been streaming for so long, it just yeah, it it went really well, so I decided to stick with it.
5: Dang. That's awesome. And I mean, obviously now, Flom, a very successful streamer i remember flom in his more nubile days i mean i guess a year and whatever ago and uh it's awesome to see the the success you've had so far what is um you know like you said you've been getting on and doing this a while what are like uh i mean i would say maybe what are the best parts of streaming and the most difficult parts i mean you could just say one and one of each no
3: that's fine um best parts is just having like a community that you can just kind of interact with on a daily basis and having those same people there each day, it's kind of like just, I don't know.
5: It's like a family. A certain yeah.
3: Level. yeah. Yeah. It kind of sounds sappy when you say it that way, but it is, it's, it's like a second family in a way, <laughs> it but it also, yeah. Yeah. it's also very harsh in a lot of ways. And, uh, like if you, yeah. you're never like when I traveled, for instance, so, I'm in Ohio right now. I travel, I did a short stream and then I I flew at night and then yesterday I took the day off. That whole day off in the back of my mind you just can't get the feeling away that literally nobody will ever come back. Like you turn on the stream <laughs> and there's going to be zero viewers and everybody just tells you to fuck yourself and yeah. Because there's no obligation for these people, you know, to come back and say what's up or come hang out with me in the stream. So you know, you just never know and it's like a unsettling feeling a lot of times when you're not streaming.
5: Totally. Totally can relate to that. Um, yeah, you always kind of have that monkey on your back. It's hard to... Um, because relevancy on the internet is a, is a truly, <laughs> truly fickle thing. I mean, as far as yeah. like... Um, and I think it's gotten better. I mean, even for me, though, I, I mean... Been doing it a little bit longer as far as full time now, but it definitely yeah, I can definitely relate to that. I was gonna say too, one thing, flam in the family aspect. I mean, yes, a batshit fucking insane family who loves to flame each other is Twitch <laughs> chat. But um, there is I, I always tell people, especially with the regulars, it's like if you think of the amount about the amount of time that you actually spent, like you know, especially the people that are in your chat all the time. Think about how much time again. Sure, it's over. It's on the internet. It's not necessarily in person. But I I mean, I spend more time with the people in my chat than I do with any of my family members than yeah. I do with even friends in real life that I, you know what I, I it's, no, so, it's such a weird, I mean, it's cool, but it's such a kind of weird phenomenon like that way. Um. So yeah, it's interesting to hear you say that. Um, Awesome. All right. And then I have to also ask, Uh, this is kind of just like a, a placeholder question, but I am curious. What is, what is your favorite game of all time? Because I'm going to be curious if you say Counter-Strike or if it's going to be something else.
3: Hmm. Like, one that I have the best memory of, because, I don't know, it's... it. You can always remember a game differently than how it actually was. Uh, it would either be Quake or Go.
5: Okay, okay.
3: Purely because Quake was a game that I would argue, you know, made me truly enjoy something, like, just doing it every day. And then eventually, you know, my friends right here try this, and then it would kind of fueled my competitive side to things, so it filled that gap. But I didn't really... I don't think I've actually enjoyed the Counter Strike series as a game. I enjoy the Counter Strike series for the competitive side of the game. Okay. Yeah,
5: that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so gun, to, so gun to your head though. Quake and Counter Strike. I hate these favorite questions because I'm I'm such a hypocrite because whenever people ask me, I'm like, I can't just
3: pick. I like it'd a lot. Probably of just be it. Quake. Okay. But I, when I started playing Quake, it, like I said, you know, I'm watching people play Counter Strike on TV, so I was like, oh my god, I want to do that. <laughs> you know? Right. That's that's awesome.
5: Okay.
0: All right. Should Um, should I should I hit him up with these quick takes? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it, do it. All all right. right, So
5: these, yeah. Explain to him two. this is just off the top flom, like (laughs) just first thing
0: that comes to your head and or questions. Yeah. Okay. Are you you ready? Yeah, go. Nvidia or AMD. Nvidia. CS:GO or Counter Strike Source. Go. John Romero or John Carmack. Carmack. Kim or Taylor. Taylor. Fa- favorite meme, current or old? Alley Giggle. Oh, okay. Nice. Oh. Thin crust or deep dish? Deep dish.
5: God damn it! Go ahead.
0: <laughs> Coke <laughs> or Pepsi? <laughs> Coke is a hot dog sandwich. 100%.
5: It is. Hey, okay. oh, okay. right. You heard it here from Flom. That's it. I'll, I'll take Flom's. <laughs> The, is the hot dog a sandwich question, flam Has been literally, we've talked about that on this podcast. I we've been doing this podcast for years. Like, I mean, probably no no topic has gotten more time than that. So I'm glad to hear you <laughs> definitively say it is, that it is a sandwich. <laughs> awesome.
3: and, um, no
0: question. So you stream every day? hmm. Yeah, you can find Flom at twitch.tv slash fl0m. Zero. Um, he's, yes. Zero. He's also on Twitter, uh, twitter.com fl0mtv. And then I think you listed a YouTube account as well, and you can find, like, his highlights and stuff on there. Um, Just search FL0M Flom on YouTube, and you can find his channel. So, uh, yeah.
2: Cool. Well, thanks for... I was going to ask you uh, what you thought about Dark Souls, but hearing you say Ella Giggle really makes me happy. (laughs) God damn it, KD. (laughs) Yes. Yes. No, it's been it's been a pleasure having Flam on. And Flam
5: is truly one of like uh Flam is like a good, good dude. And uh so I'm really I'm really honored that you decided to come on the podcast and chill with us, man. And definitely check out Flam's stream. He's very, very good at Counter Strike Global Offensive, even if he won't say it himself. Um, and it's really fucking frustrating because every game I fucking ever play with him, he's dropping like forty, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to be the detriment <laughs> to the team. And
3: I <laughs> But, it's okay. Uh, it's okay, Scott. You pay for your boosting service. That's every right, month, dude. I, I, so I mean, it, the, you, you don't PayPal, miss your bills. I understand. The PayPal check but... always clears. You get the money.
5: So, absolutely. Exactly. Um, but yeah, definitely check Flom out. I think. Did you say this already, Brad? But on social media, I think Flom is it's Flom. Yeah,
3: You can keep going. <laughs> okay.
1: If you search yeah, we... for uh, if you search for Flom in the GIF search on Twitter, <laughs> you find a uh, a deal with it GIF of a dollar bill. And the other result is uh, a <laughs> fat lady falling onto a couch. <laughs> so you can find him there too.
4: Very, very
1: nice.
5: Uh-huh. Uh, well, we've only got uh, we've got we're almost done here, but we've got two viewer questions tonight, and uh, the first one comes from Timmy at the queue, uh, young Timmy via Twitter. He asks us: Are chicken fries a form of chicken nuggets or a fry?
2: Why not
0: both? Why do we have to? No, that's not that's not the question.
2: That's no. not easy. <laughs> it's not no. that easy. It's, it can't be what? that easy. Well, well
3: I, I don't know if you I've guys had are more one-dimensional fries. than my oping.
1: Where can you where can you <laughs> get chicken fries? Uh,
2: uh, Burger, Burger King. King? Burger <laughs> okay. King. Okay. Well, let's uh. Makes a lot
3: of sense why I've never seen one. Then
2: mm. let's think about what a nugget is. A nugget is a small morsel. Of something. When I think of a nugget, I think of like you know a gold nugget. They've the the prospectors weren't finding gold nuggets that were long sticks of gold. So you're
0: telling me the the inspiration for chicken nugget
2: is <laughs> from gold nugget? That, well, yeah, it's the same size. So <laughs> Not
0: at all. I,
5: I don't. I mean, I like that lore behind it, but I don't think I don't think that's actually. True. I'm just I mean, I don't it's, about
0: it's in the name. He answered it himself. Are chicken fries, a form of a chicken nugget or a fry. He said it himself. I, it's a chicken fry. So you know, I we, think
5: I think a fry is defined as a potato product. Okay. So <laughs> I mean, again, at least when I think of fries. So if it was a fry, like okay, and it had like I don't know, like some chicken kind of like um, seasoning on it or something, like some bouillon cube fry <laughs> or something like that. Like, I think yeah. then you could call it like a chicken, a chicken fry. But this, yeah, I think it's a form of a nugget because it's the same product. I mean, I mean, if it,
1: anything, it, it feels like it would be closer to a chicken tender and less than a nugget okay. because fries fries have kind of an elong or like, you know, that elongated form and that's going to be, be closer like a to a tender.
3: Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm, worth, I'm with him on this. this okay. Guy, this huh. guy fucks.
5: <laughs> this guy does suck that is, <laughs> he definitely does okay yeah I guess you're right because I didn't even consider the chicken tender idea and I have had chicken fries and they are more in the way of, of kind does of like I, a tender does, so
1: does a fry um, have to have I I think if we're going by your definition Scott where a fry has to have like a you know potato product on the outside. to me that
5: it does yeah if i think that, fry, that
1: but... i could get on board with being a yeah. fry where chicken fries are a fry if that is kind of the rule that we're going with because this gets into the the debate between what is a nugget versus a tender which is really just That's... shape like there's no difference between nugget and tender it's just shape
5: is it though because i feel like i feel like chicken tenders the texture, it's totally different. Because no, because you're,
1: no, you're being like, this is, this is what they want you to think. They want you to think <laughs> that tenders are the premium chicken item on the menu so that you'll pay more for them.
5: No, I think, no, I, I know it's the same thing, but what I'm saying is the actual way that it's prepared. Because a chicken nugget is ground into like a paste and then made into whatever fucking dinosaur shape. No, that but they I'm saying from. that is,
1: <laughs> look, your, your brain is being melded by the fast food industry.
5: There's but no but I'm not talking quality. I'm, I know it's the same product. I know it's the same fucking F grade chicken that they that they get <laughs> right that's just serviceable for human consumption. but I'm saying the actual texture itself like a chicken nugget is a totally different texture to me I mean than than a tender because but a tender it does is generally, not have to
1: be definitionally though. you're just saying that the places you've gone, the chicken nuggets are are sort of the ground-up chicken versus Tender's right. not being. That's that All you're saying is the places that you've gone distinguish the two in that way. There's nothing that says a chicken nugget has to be ground-up.
5: All right. Okay. That's fair. I see what you're saying. I, I, need, you you're to, saying. I need you to open your mind. Broaden I, mean, your I can horizons. open it. I'm just, I, your
3: mind, uh, so I'm just under...
5: Almost every place I've ever gone, they definitely don't... The way that they prepare the chicken, I'm not arguing that's a different... It's just the way that it's prepared. Like when you, a tender, you can like break it apart, and you know, at, at a lot of places, a lot of places. You're right, not every place. Whereas when I think of nugget, um, I think of the ground up. But you're right; it, it's not necessarily that defined. Um,
1: I think. I, okay. I think I'll go with fry. I'll go with fry I'll because with fry. because I think if you if you have that potato aspect to it, then it's a fry.
5: Okay. Okay. Um, can I also just say real quick? It's funny that this question has been brought up because. The other day, um, I was, my girlfriend made a comment. Uh, we were driving past a Burger King, and we, there's, there's the chicken onion. There was an ad for like the chicken onion rings that they have. So it's bas- it's the same thing. It's, it's a chicken nugget, but it's shaped like an onion ring. They're called <laughs> chicken rings or something. So, of course, it's a Burger King. And she was like, oh, that's fucking disgusting. That's too far. And I was like, that's I, know, I was thinking far? about it. And I, and I didn't say anything at the time, but I was like, it just stuck with me. And then the other day we were talking about – I think the com- a commercial came on for him or something, and I was like remembering. And I was like, remember when you said this was too far? I was like, I was thinking about that. And what makes – like what's the difference? Because the chicken fry is not a natural shape. It's the same thing. It's this long-ass <laughs> string of ground-up chicken in a – like, like a fry. And I was like, so what – and anyway, in her mind, it was just funny. Like in, in her mind, making it into a circular like shape or like an onion ring, that just turns around – like it's unappealing in that shape whereas a fry for her and she's had those before are like okay and i was just trying to figure out why and she couldn't necessarily put her finger on it but she was laughing oh, she was like the,
4: yeah, "Get
1: it." one of the comments in chat that's like the wikipedia definition of a chicken nugget reminded me of what the actual paste is called it's called uh, meat uh, slurry uh, like a, uh,
3: it why don't just... why don't we do art yet with meat slurry <laughs> <is> that's a bigger <laughs> question <laughs> You know how they, like they you know they do like with big cakes and stuff, all that. You know <laughs> why aren't we doing that with meat slurry? And just, then yeah. fry slurry, slurry is
1: like the most perfect word for what that consistency is.
5: Yeah, meat slurry is just a, oh, what a fucking <laughs> what a fucking name. Awful. Um. All right. So what? Right, so let's. So you're saying it's a fry, Brandon? Uh, Eric, what no. was yours? Did you say fry as well? You went with him. Katie, final answer. What are you going? It's with? a fry. Fry. Right. Okay.
0: I say fry as well.
5: Um, yeah. All right, I'll, I'll stick with the crew. I'll, I'll I'll agree with that. So there you go, Timmy. It has been answered. It is a fry. Um, all right, Dexter Rec uh, asks on Twitter. This is our last uh, Twitter question. If you were on a sinking ship with tonight's podcast members and you could only save one, who would that person be? Let's wow. not all
2: say KD at
1: once. <laughs> now are we are we saying that that I would be saving myself too? That like this is the person I'd take with oh, me. Oh yes,
0: yeah. I think that's would, what I was assuming. I would okay. assume. Yeah. That I'm like this that.
1: Is, this is the person that like I can extend my outreached hand and grab yeah. one person. I think everybody going into this should expect that, yeah. Okay.
5: So
2: I would grab harambe <laughs> He's not on this
5: well, he might be on this cast in spirit, but the thing yeah, well, is, the thing is, if you a ground Harambe,
1: you wouldn't be able to pull him up to you. He'd yeah, pull you you'd down. Be. You'd both sink. Yeah.
2: Mm, as long as I was, the there, sacrifice it wouldn't matter.
1: You would have to pick you. You couldn't pick
2: him. <laughs> I'd have to tie a rope around him. Listen, <laughs> as long as I'm with Harambe, I could drown ropes out for <laughs> You'd be okay with that? Yeah. yeah. That's hard. I mean, that's hard. I would. Oh man, I guess if we have to pick. If I, no, no, okay. If I was on a sinking ship, I need someone who's a genius who can work out scenarios of sickness in this his going. head at many calculations already. per second. Uh, perhaps from being a robot. Uh, <laughs> I would pick Volition himself.
5: Wow. You know, you, you still mind because I, I do think.
3: How's the dictates, taste? Kids? That's all yeah. I gotta say.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eric really picks up pretty quickly how the hierarchy of this cast goes. Pretty quick, it's pretty amazing. Um, no, that's a good answer. I mean, it is true though, because Brandon does. I feel like in a survival situation, Brandon would be a pretty good resource to have. Like, I feel like he'd be pretty calm under under pressure. You know, he's he's not like a he's not a weakling. He's a decently built guy. Like I would be a fat liability unless you like blew me up with air. You could use me as a raft, you know. Sorry, Brad, you're in the same kind of boat there. So I don't think either of us are getting taken.
2: When I think of Brandon, I don't think of someone like hysterically screaming. I no. think of some... although however funny that might. There
5: would be a certain level of shock while, his, while he processed the information that the ship was going down. So there may be some silence. But while that was happening, the processing for how he, we would be getting out of it, you know what I mean, would be happening yeah. as well. I think I have to go with Brandon too. As much as I would like to, I would like to take you, Katie. I would like to take Eric as well. I mean, it would just be polite to say that we would take the podcast guest. But, Eric, I don't know how you would be in a survival situation. I feel like we would both be fucking panicking equally <laughs> at a at, at simpler level. But, uh,
1: I want to know who Flom picks because, because yeah. he, he doesn't know several of us very well. So he only has uh, this cast to really like choose who to pick. I'm going to chat
3: on this one, man. Um, you know, my original thought was Brandon because you know he seems slightly more intelligent than the rest. However, um, (laughs) I quickly realized that we don't know what's happening after this, and I need a food source, so I would choose Scott.
5: (laughs) God damn Uh, I would prefer solid, solid nutrition. (laughs) Well, a lot of fat for sure. That's a a smart Uh,
1: angle because you will probably eventually have to resort to eating each other.
3: That's yeah. what I'm saying. So, yeah. you know, Brandon, you can't. There's you got to like work around. You know, yeah. of there's much a lot meat of the the lot meat. meat slurry in Scott. <laughs> <laughs> meat slurry. <laughs> oh my god. So much slurry.
1: <laughs> just waiting. Oh
5: my goodness. Um, that's a good answer. All right. Um, I, think
1: I, I think I would. Uh, I mean, it would be courteous to take flom, like to let. I mean, just to let to let the guest sink sure. on his first it's, appearance on the podcast seems like, seems pretty rude uh especially given the circumstances like a sinking ship you know i i think i've got to save him but also i think i think he uh one i know that i could i could probably lift him up off of the like wow off it's of going the, there no i'm just saying <laughs> look if we're gonna get real here i pro- <laughs> it's gonna be tougher for me to lift scott like with one arm because right? like that's the that's the way i look at this is okay. we're both gonna have to be. I'm gonna have to be able to lift you, and you're gonna have to be able to hang on. And I don't like. I don't think. I don't think either of us are gonna be able to do that. Like both sides of the equation there, and I think Flom because like he's got a hockey background. So like I know he's at one point he was working out more regularly, even though maybe you know maybe. Well, he's not it is. I don't know what
5: he's implying now, Eric. Like, that
1: you're not.
3: No, working it's, out. it's been a slippery slope ever since. <laughs>
1: but you know i think like once once i got him on there the only downside is what what he said is like i don't think Philam has much slurry on him so we would have to find an alternate food source but i think like we could you know if we both lived i think we'd we'd live happily ever after and meme together i think that could be good
0: okay
5: um
0: brad well you guys basically took what i was going to say i was, was going to say if if I needed somebody to basically engineer like something together, I would pick Brandon. If if I, if I needed somebody to eat, I'd probably
5: pick APL. And- <laughs> <laughs> it makes you think I wouldn't be fighting. Bite- I like how
3: everyone just assumes Scott no fighting back. Like- <laughs> yeah, Scott, once we pull you up, you're gonna be panting, and we can just knock you out right oh, on the spot. No. <laughs> We're literally like fishing Scott out of like, the water to eat him. I'm gonna
5: have watched you watch Brandon Flom and. Uh, Eric drown and you rescue me, uh, Brad. In this scenario, uh, for the food source, so I know what's coming. Like I'm going to be at least ready. You're right. Going to be exhausted from trying to stay afloat, but I will at least put up a little bit of the fight. And then, I I was,
0: then I don't know where my mind was taking me with this, but uh, if if for some reason I need to repopulate the whole human human <laughs> race, I would pick Plum.
3: Just oh God. that's a lot of pressure, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh God. <laughs> Flom. You got a lot of faith in my anatomy right now, but I do have the micro, so we got a lot of we can maybe make it work.
0: <laughs> Katie Zeng could be my slave. Alternatively, <laughs> there we go.
2: I was thinking, what's a single redeeming quality I have? But I could I could be a slave.
1: Well, Katie is the youngest, so I feel like he's you know he's, he's got that out- he's got that youthful that youthful exuberance. True. We'll true. be
2: okay. We'll make it. We can live, dude. I show I you a meme on my phone that audio of, of Katie's insane I could be a slave. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's
3: right. Like, uh, I'll save that. Uh, oh play.
2: no. It would be nice.
3: What's going oh, on in that used video? Have I seen it yes. in uh, some <clears throat> educational videos? Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> no, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Oh jeez. Uh,
2: okay.
5: All right. Katie, did you give uh you, you said Brandon. Okay. You're sticking with Brandon. Mm-hmm. I think- I agree with that. All right. Well, those were, that was good. That would definitely, uh, always Dexter. That's a good question to really make sure <clears throat> we know where we all stand with each other and, uh, life or death situations. So very
2: yeah, nice.
0: Oh, Scott can play and music. Then. Scott can play music. That'd be interesting.
2: Oh, well, that's right. You could play, uh, it doesn't matter if you need them. Like... <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: maybe I'll change my <laughs> The whole point is to eat him. You can't later just go back. Well, he had great music. Oh, maybe you know if I, what? Eat him, I get
0: some You sound. know, what? Scott would would last the longest on out on sea with me because maybe just just body fat content would last <laughs> us longer than any of you skinny cucks. So that's <laughs> true. That's <laughs> a good point, Brian. So if if we needed to survive realistically, Scott and I have the best chance. If we're just that's stuck true. out on sea. That's
5: true. Like, by, like, day 13 of hunger, like, dude, my hips are looking great. Like, my stomach <laughs> is real down. I'm, like, in the best shape of my life floating out. After 13 days of no food. I'm like, my abs are coming, and I can't die now.
3: Oh. <laughs> anyway. And then you're gonna eat him. And, yep, and you're then. gonna be pissed that you didn't eat him sooner, because yep. he doesn't have as much meat slurry on him.
1: Yeah, we gotta eat you before you get lean.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's... Otherwise, what's the point?
5: Exactly. No. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for those questions. Um, two interesting ones. And, uh, Brandon, this would be the part where we talk about uh, an iTunes podcast review, but I think uh, that's fr- sad face means that we don't have one for this week to, yeah. s- to talk
1: about. Yeah. No, no podcast review this week, but uh, you'll get another chance next week. Uh, we do have this cast on iTunes. We do it live each weekend, Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, but we also put it on iTunes and uh, Google Play Music. So if you would like to have a brief uh, shot at fame, you should write us an iTunes review and give us how many stars, Flom? Uh, 20. 20 stars. Well will accept that. We'll, just, we'll just assume that you will try and give us 20, and the maximum <laughs> they will accept is five, so we'll turn it into five. Or you can do <laughs> four
3: of five. See? Ooh. You guys are so one-dimensional right now, man. Like, I thought I was the one-dimensional <laughs> person here, and you guys are just so narrow-minded right now. <laughs> <laughs> Expand our minds. I know you guys got VPNs. I know you guys can make some <laughs> extra counts right now. All right? We could be the most popular podcast tomorrow if somebody is motivated enough.
1: That's true. Flam is changing the meta of uh, the podcast <laughs> review game as we speak. Uh, but So you should uh, rate us and give us five stars. If you haven't rated us already... And we will uh, we pick a review each week, or maybe multiple reviews if they're good, and feature them on this section of the cast. But uh, no reviews this week, so get your reviews in, and uh, and we'll feature you next week.
5: There you go. So uh, again, Flom, thanks so much for coming on, dude. It was. Uh, I'm glad I was able to catch some of it. You are glad
3: you could fit me into your schedule, Scott. Yeah, you know, <laughs>
5: dude. I'm not gonna lie, I. <laughs>
3: I know I you're getting your Bugatti and stuff, but this is I, just I, getting ridiculous, man. Dude.
5: I was I was at the dealership signing so many forms for for the Bugatti. That's actually why I was late. So about
1: Scott but was I, actually I, just watching the first half of the cast and sort of feeling it out, seeing if he wanted to join, and then he decided like, he decided to to stop by just for the last half.
5: I was like, Flom's on. It's like, tonight's is just, yeah. I Should I no show or should I come on later? So I finally decided to come on. But no, for real, we appreciate you coming on. It was a lot of fun. And um you can check KB Mod out at kbmod.com. Obviously, there's a ton of content, as Brad talked about um, earlier, uh, to check out. And a lot of stream stuff happening here on twitch.tv slash kbmod. Obviously, as far as Flom goes, you can follow Flom on Twitch at fl0m, not O. It is a zero. Streams all the time. And uh yeah, a really a really solid streamer and great personality. So check Flom out. Check him out on Twitter as well. Uh, I am at APL Fisher on Twitter. Katie Zen is at Katie Zen 18. Um, we've got Brandon at Volition. He is V and then followed by, I think it's six ones or five ones. I don't know. I can't do the math. But no, he's V-O-L-1-T-I-O-N. And you, of course, can follow Brad at Hutchison 15 or at Z. Oh, my God, it's Hutch. That's his alternate account. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, can I out? he doesn't
1: he doesn't post on that one as much as anymore but
5: uh, no not as much not as much uh. but anyway he's um, pretty
2: anti-trump
5: recently.
2: <laughs> oh my god
5: you really you really love to talk politics with you on your twitter it's i don't you know like
2: cooking too
5: <laughs> love and the old man of optic videos lately have been really solid oh those are good yeah. that ninja Stop, diffuse that was I great i can't do this that was crazy. But um yeah, guys, I think that's been episode 245, and we will see you next week for episode two hundred and forty-six. Thanks again to Flam, and um thanks for listening. Farewell.
4: Have you ever been the first time of, in a shower
0: with a ton of tunes at the same time?